listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley. <laughs> this is going to be so good. And Fred Slow. I am the cream here. The cream of the crop. 95.9 FM, 610 The Sports Animal, and TalkABQ.com. Turn it up! Turn it up! It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. Hanging out with your boys. I, of course, am Fred Slow. Alongside me, my battery mate, my pitcher or my catcher, my quarterback, Van Nunley. Good afternoon, Van. What's up, my dude? Hey, you? I'll be quarterback all day as long as you promise to be center. What does I that like mean? Tight end. What that doesn't make sense. That you're just using it makes football colloquialisms. I can't believe you. <laughs> it's a sports show. Of course, I'm making football colloquialisms. Going back to my notes from yesterday to make sure I got all my pronunciations right. Producer Steph Griffin joins us. Steph, how are the ones and twos? They are doing good. Okay. How are you guys? Doing good, feeling good, look good. Had a long day. We look similar. We often do that. We dressed the same. As my hetero life mate, yeah. we we spend so much time together. It's not like it's not like we took notes. No, it's not like we have a schedule. No, you didn't text me this uh-uh. morning. You're wearing a dark blue on light blue floral shirt. Correct. And I'm wearing a dark blue on light blue paisley shirt yes we both have on navy blue pants correct it's getting ridiculous it's not acceptable at this point it's too much what do you got alan edmonds on there what's what's down there the shoes yeah alan edmonds yeah i know you do of course i do i'm a 1912s guy like 1912s if i got slacks or khakis on i'm I'm rocking the alan edmonds if you want to check out your boys apparel today you can do that on our social media we're broadcasting live on our social media today for fun for the internet because uh We've had a lot of, we enjoy it. I'll be honest. We enjoy it. So find us on the social media at Facebook or at Facebook. That's not correct. At talk ABQ. That's the right one on Facebook. And we got a live stream of us up. So yeah, come join us. Leave a little, leave a little, I don't know. Comment, say hello, say hi. We're both solid sixes. Well, okay. I'm go- I'm not really following if you, but go. We sound very good. On the radio, we sound very sure. good on the inner on the interwebs. Yeah, I'll buy that. But we look very slightly above average. So if you want to see how slightly above average we look, you can catch us on Facebook Live right now. Because we are doing that thing. From uh, yeah, the chat is going crazy, so people are already there. Uh, we'll do our best to get back to you during the breaks on that. Obviously, connect with us on the Quans Auto Care Hotline five zero five two four six zero six ten. Connects with your boys on the Sports Animal Text Line. That's brought to you by NMDOT. Excellent. The same number five zero five two four six zero six ten. As we mentioned yesterday, we'll have some Major League Baseball talk today. That'll be a lot of fun. We're going to enjoy doing that. We're going to break down this Rachel Nichols story. Very excited about that. That's true. Um, that one to me is a big gray area. The comments, in my opinion, not so severe. The reaction by ESPN, the most severe. It's cancel culture. It is that. Right? Yeah. What I deem that she did was not that egregious. I 
appropriate? No. no. Considerate? Uh-uh. No. I can tell you two people never breaking bread. Fireable? Mm-mm. Don't think so. Don't think so. So we'll break that one down. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we got a good guest list today. We had Sebastian Noel lined up, uh, voice of Provy Networks and voice of the Gladiators. He unfortunately has a scheduling issue, so we're going to bring him in tomorrow. So we'll do he tomorrow. We do have a fun one, though. At 530, uh, we have an interview with Tim Keller. So we sat down with Tim Keller this morning. Mayor, which, which Tim Keller? The one that runs the city. Mayor, oh, the one that runs the yeah, city the of mayor, Albuquerque? He is the one. Ah. So we're going to do that at 5.30? 5.30 work for you? 5.30 on the dot. Cool. So we'll have Tim at 5.30. That'll be good. And then because we're going to be talking about gladiators at that time and immediately following, we'll bring in Nate Davis at 6.15. We're going to call him on the Quans Auto Care hotline, or he's going to call us. Don't know. Hold on. Please clarify. Which Nate Davis? The quarterback for the Duke City Gladiators. Oh, the Duke City Gladiators that just set a single-season touchdown record? Correct. That, that Nate Davis. That Nate Davis. Oh, who I, think, I like him. Is not just in the mix, but he's in the lead for league MVP, breaking all the records and doing all the things. Uh, we caught up with him at, at Duke City Gladiators practice this morning where he said, I don't care about the records. I care about the dubs. That's the answer. That, that is absolutely but, the answer. But also, the records. <laughs> Give me the records, too. I own one record. Are you a lawyer? Por que no los dos, Fred? Why can't we have both? What is that? Why not the two? Why can't we have both? Say, Why can't you have the records and the trophy? I own one record, Stephanie. <laughs> and it's What's the Story Morning Glory from Oasis. And I have it on vinyl. And it's arguably my favorite thing of all time. It was given to me by a close personal friend, a confidant. And I have it proudly displayed in my home, and I own no record players. Joining the program is Tommy, friend of the show. Welcome, Tommy. My, my bad, Tommy. Start. Just, hey, give it again, Tommy. Again, I, I, yeah, I didn't hit the okay, button. Tommy the two, yeah, Tommy the Truth back at you guys. And I just heard self-rankings. Are you guys self-ranking yourself sixes? <laughs> is that correct? A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've seen you guys, and I would say that you guys are solid sevens and then i would also say as far as the show was concerned your solid tens that, and i want to say this real quick because my agent wants me to say it michael thomas angel on facebook that's my facebook <laughs> you, guys not, you guys are not giving yourself enough credit well well tommy tommy the truth i don't mind telling you that i'm a la six i'm an albuquerque seven oh, okay yeah. so you are correct i agree completely with that yeah Tommy, who I am and, friends and with on social media, he's he's like a he's an aggressive Albuquerque eight on the weekends. He's a guy who cleans up nice, gets out. I know avid in the tennis game, so he's he's an athletic guy. So I'm I'm about that life, Tommy. Right, great. And also, I wanted to get your opinion on something. I saw the I don't know if you've seen the Star Facility where the Cowboys play. Mm-hmm. It looks like the Taj Mahal, and I think that's one of the problems with Jerry Jones is that. I think the more he spoils them like that, being the you know, biggest franchise in the world as far as any type of sports-type franchise, that it gives them a sense of entitlement. I mean, I see this thing. It looks like the Taj Mahal. It is too much. Make these guys work hard. Make them not feel like they're staying in, you know, uh, Dubai, Dubai. I heard you pronounce it, Dubai. <laughs> Dubai, it, yeah. It's just ridiculous. And I, and I know he wants to spoil the players and do, and do this and that. The stadium's great, but... If you give them that kind of atmosphere to practice in or whatever they do there, practice, what have you, 
it almost makes me feel like it's they're giving him a sense of being spoiled way too much. And I've always had a problem with that with Jerry Jones. I want to know if you guys have seen this facility and what you think about that. And maybe you'll have to go see it online first to see what I mean. This thing is it's amazing, but I think for a football team that you're trying to toughen up and not make them feel like they have a sense of entitlement already because they're a so-called America's team by a 70s reporter back in the day. <laughs> I think that hurts them. I want you guys to take a look at this thing and tell me what you think. So I'll cut you loose on that one, Tommy, and I'll, I'll walk down the path with you on it. Thanks for the call, Great. Tommy. Great Appreciate guys. you. Later, bye. So have you been? You been? I have to, not been. You've not been to Jerry's World, AT&T but Stadium? I have seen it. Okay. On the worst season of hard knocks yet. Okay, super soft knocks. <laughs> Little soft taps. I went... So five years ago, I went five years ago and saw it. I guess it would have been its first or second year. I don't know which. I saw. I have never seen a football game there. I saw WrestleMania there. Yeah, yeah. I went there for WrestleMania, where WWE packed at or near one hundred and five thousand people in there. Uh, the glass broke. Stone. Which is capacity? Oh my gosh, beyond capacity. It's five thousand over capacity. I believe. Okay. It, when you know when they do pro wrestling is a twenty by twenty ring and then seats. Like, that's the setup for pro wrestling. So it was, uh, yeah, 100, 105,000 people in there. And uh, as cool as anything I'd ever been in. I, got, I mean, it's a cathedral. It is a, it is a monument to sport is what it is. But it's, yeah, it's something special. Would I use the word spoiled? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, without a doubt. That's why you want to play on the Cowboys, right? You want to be spoiled. You want to have the jet. You want to have the nicest locker yeah. room. You want to have the nicest facilities. I don't know if people who get paid obscene amounts of money who go out there to give themselves CTE because you've never and been a ACLs person. and rolled their ankles. It's hard to call these people spoiled because they're putting their health, mental health, and you know their future physicality on the line. So spoiled might not be the right word. It's a lot different than Soldier Field is the point I'm trying to get to. Lambo? Yeah, it's a yeah. lot different uh -huh. than Lambo. Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't know, it's a unique, it's a it's a special thing. But here's the thing we're talking about the Dallas Cowboys. The high school football is there every single weekend. You know, it's like this is not a thing that's only exclusively used by the Dallas Cowboys. I know like Texas A&M does a bunch of home games. I think Arkansas is going down there next week or the week after. So they do a bunch of that like celebrate everything deal or whatever. And with that said, WrestleMania is going back there next year. So, I mean, the venue hosts, the venue hits right. It's not the joke that was the $2 billion disaster that was the Raiders stadium. Is that Allegiant Field? Yeah. Yeah, last weekend, whenever SummerSlam went in there and literally broke the toilets in the concession stand. I get it. They're pro wrestling fans. There's a lot of jokes here. But you got to be able to, you got you got to be able to 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 back up your flex and and AT and T Stadium does it. AT and T Stadium's near the top. I haven't heard a lot of bad things about AT and T Stadium besides really good punters kicking the jumbotron. You're like, talking about Pat McAfee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Pat McAfee did do that. <laughs> besides that, I heard it's a wonderful facility, and, and good on them for building this monstrosity and kind of setting the standard for all the stadiums that are to come after it. But you know, back to Tommy's point, as far as them being spoiled, I think that's they're just the top of the class, right? Like that's why you want to play on the team. That's why you work your butts off to get the big contract. And luckily for these guys, they get to play on the Dallas Cowboys and they get to play in that facility. So it's a reward for hard work, if you ask me, not spoiling them and making them soft. I don't mind when you – 
create like a plush environment. I don't mind that at all, but it's what you do with it, right? So if it only softens you, then no. But if you use it for like the way it was designed or its intention, like recovery, or if you use it for like, well, just creature comforts, like those things work for me. I don't, I don't by any means think you have to always walk the roughest road to get where you're going, but I do think you have to know where you're going. You have to reach your destination. If, if you want to talk about Jerry Jones being a horrible GM and his son carrying that torch of being a horrible GM and recruiting and drafting soft players. Super and, soft. And through the top down, creating a soft environment. Yeah, but I don't think having nice facilities makes people soft. I agree. Excellent it, question, though. Oh, insanely good. Well, you know, Tommy's a Cowboys guy. Uh, we were talking about it before a friend of the show, Tommy, reached out on the Kwan's Auto Care Hotline. Tim Keller at 530, mayor of Albuquerque, will be joining us. So we have an interview with him. We caught up with him this morning at the Duke City Gladiators practice, had a blast with him. And then Nate Davis is going to call the program at 615. Because, uh, hey, full transparency to the listener, like we cut it up a little bit with the boys. Sure. Yeah, we like we're not like the sports – like analysis guys who like stand afar and take pictures and ooh and ah, I trust you. I wonder what he's like in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I said so unapproachable. <laughs> no, we are we are the we will play. Like we just want to play. Yeah. Like we hey we get it we we but we're in like because boys help boys. You grabbed me by the back of the shirt yeah. this morning. Said Van, you cannot run on the field. You did like a child. Yeah. You were like a child excited when you get to the zoo. Like when like, you I want to throw a bomb to Danilo Davis. <laughs> Let me out. Oh, my gosh. Danilo Davis. He was so fast. But, yeah, no, so we were cutting up, and, and Nate was just telling us this fabulous story about what he does for his offensive linemen every single week and, and some of the, the niceties he creates for them. And we were like, stop telling us. Come on the program. This is for the listener. So Nate Davis is going to come on. He's going to talk about the big playoff game this weekend. They're going to Iowa. The Gladiators are. And we're going to cover that in its entirety, so we're excited about that. Again, Sa- Sebastian Noel bumped till tomorrow, so you'll hear from – well, a really fun guy, but that won't be until tomorrow. We are here tomorrow. Uh, we are not live from Isotope. St- we're not live from Rio Grande uh, Field at Isotope's Park. Yes. No, we are in studio. Did we say that right? I don't know if I said that right. Rio Grande. It's got to be close. At it's. I normally have it written down. That sounds. Close. Yeah, I don't have it in front of me. Yeah. But so we are not live from there. No Isotopes tonight. So after we are gone, then it's just satellite programming. So CBS sports from the time we go out whenever we get back let's break down i want to break down this rachel nichols story i am excited about that and then a lot of major league baseball talk and we'll play out the rest of the day sounds good 95.9 fm am 610 the sports animal 20 past the hour we're back on the program 420 van yeah 420 daisy man yeah, there we go guys yeah, right, yeah. the facebook live stream is going swimmingly at talk abq Find us on the social media. Have a lot of fun. Uh, so far, the comments are primarily, love the shirts, and you guys are idiots. You're both easily hard eights. So that's kind. I appreciate the kind words. That is kind. Absolutely. Don't forget, you can text the program in the NMDOT text line, 505-246-0610. My, my mom might agree. Yes. But my mirror disagrees. Okay. A mirror don't lie. Right. My mirror is like Sha- Shakira's hips. It just yeah, because it don't lie. It don't lie. Okay. How yeah. you talk like that? You also have other opportunities to contact the program, just like Lenny has chosen to do on the Quan's Auto Care Hotline. Lenny, welcome to the program. How are you? 
Hi, how are you doing? So if the mirrors don't lie, then both of you have better faces for radio? Yeah, well, yes. Yeah. Hard yes. Why do you think we're here? <laughs> okay, well, I would be right along with you, but my, I've left my bag at home. Aw. Okay, so I know you're going to talk about Rachel Nichols, but it's a double move with Rachel Nichols because you have to also then bring in what Stephen A. did with Max Kellerman. Keep going. Keeping Getting him off of first take. Kellerman got removed from that show now. My understanding Before is Rachel that... Rachel Nichols got removed from the jump. Well, broadcasters get removed all the time. Like, that's not... Right, but Stephen A. is the highest paid. He didn't want to be with Kellerman because he wants other people to debate, and he thinks Kellerman is too smart for himself. Ooh, is that a fact? That's what it said in the paper. Ah, okay, the papers. Now, so he wants different people coming in every day to debate him. Well, honestly, now, I think that's a Rachel more interesting Nichols, show. She got removed because of all the controversy she stirred up. But she only has a year left in her contract, so we don't know what's going to happen with her. But the thing with Kellerman is, Kellerman's been offered another show by himself, and he's also going to be coming on the morning show in place of Zubin Medhub with Keyshawn Johnson and Jason Williams doing that radio spot, and then they're going to give him an afternoon TV show. So if the jump goes away, I guarantee you Kellerman takes that spot. Well, I mean, and, and that's media all around. Like, for for there's only so much inventory. There's only so much real estate. Yeah. For something right, to come in. ESPN has been getting rid of a lot of people over the past few years and redoing their shows. Because right now they're in the process of trying to sell some of their radio networks in the local markets. Well, you you could say the same thing about sitcoms, right? Like Kevin James' show versus Ray Romano's show. Now you got to have the, yeah, the, you have the spinoff back is, to back. And I'll do this from the actor standpoint. An actor gets a standard six-year contract when they first sign on with a show. But if the show makes it to year seven, that's when the actor gets a huge bump in pay. That's why you see a lot of shows go to year six and cancel. Yeah, I'm I'm on yeah in SAG and all that stuff. I'm on I'm on terms with all of that. Sure. The difference I see. And because, like, spoiler work, I work, I work in broadcast media. I work in, like, sports talk. The It's not often – what's the best way to say this without sounding, like, a little cynical? It's not what the show is doing. It's the person that's doing the show. So, um, like, But if the show is doing good in advertising, in the key markets, if the show is doing good in repeats and has a good uh, chance in syndication – the show keeps going, at what least a, from the TV side. What about and how it's doing it. in Van's heart? Because I kind of got a little crush on Rachel Nichols, and it kind of bummed well, me out a little I mean, bit. I like Rachel Nichols, but I also thought Maria Taylor was very good, too. Yeah, Rachel Nichols will land on CNN. She'll be fine. That's not the thing. But I like there's some, like Roseanne, right? Roseanne's a prime example. Roseanne got rid of Roseanne. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. that happens. Sure. Like, like, that doesn't make sense, right? The name of the show is Roseanne. You change it to the Connors, it may still be on, it may not. I have no idea. But like show like you have to make those moves sometimes. And if ESPN feels as if Rachel Nichols was so egregious, which by the way, I don't. I'm not on that bandwagon. But if they feel what she did was so egregious, I mean you make those moves. You just you have to. Right. Yeah. No, and I understand that, but that's what I'm saying is I think Kellerman's gonna end up in that time slot. 
Oh, I agree. Come up with another basketball show before the NBA season begins, and Kellerman can talk pretty much any sport. Yeah, he's a talented dude. I'm not disagreeing with you, and I and I enjoy like your perception of the 3D chess that's going on, you know, upstairs at ESPN. But the issue to me is like what Rachel Nichols said wasn't that fireable. Like no, I think it was insensitive. It, wasn't it was off-putting. It was, was off-color. They, off, uh, they they took her out of the NBA finals and you know put her up, you know, in the bleachers doing the show, but they wouldn't let her be on court doing her reporting, which was her gig, which is what she was complaining about the year before. What she was saying wasn't fireable because what she called out ESPN was was having an egregious record with women and their glass ceiling. Well, I mean, well, there's the a, that aspect, too. That she was talking to somebody who was recording the conversation. Well, that was an official recording, but I think like the New York Post or New York no, Times? It was, it was a James, leak. Uh, one of his yeah. advisors he, he was yeah. talking to. He recorded it. Yeah, regardless of race or or sex or whatever you think is at the center of this, don't talk smack about your boss. Yeah, <laughs> save, save that. Save well, that for when you're having a pint at happy hour. Privately. Yeah, sure. You're at happy hour with the fellas having a bite, having a pint. Just let it off your chest. You know, because the just thing vent. Was, they gave you a show that you started from scratch five years ago. With the jump. Correct. But she's also been with the station since 2004. Like, you never hear anything bad coming out of Linda Cohn's mouth, who's no. been with ESPN since 1904. Yeah. I used to go. I used to go to bed every night with Linda Cohn on the TV, and those were my favorite nights. I love. Miss Conehead. You know, and God bless her. I love her. Never lost a New York accent. And that's what I like about her. It, and shout but, out to Rachel Nichols for taking the high road on this one too. Went out very gracefully. You know, she got caught up in the street game, saying some stuff she shouldn't have, but she was just venting to what she thought was a friend. But like on her way out, you know, got to create a whole show well, and spend five well, years hanging fired. out. She still has. She's still got another year or more to go. But what's so she gonna do? Gonna, really, they're not gonna get rid of her because one, they only have so many females left at the station that are worth their weight being on air. So the thing that she's complaining about, in her direct quotes, is the thing that may be her sa- her what saves her. Right. That's well. There's an irony but, there. But loses her show, and she has to then suck it up and do other stuff for the station. But there's still enough for her to do sports-wise so you're not just pigeonholed doing basketball. Because remember, Kellerman started out doing boxing. Well, he's the best at that. At at 2 in the morning, you know, when they had nothing else to put on before Cornhole became famous. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but Kellerman could talk boxing, and you saw him work his way up. And now he's everything. But his problem with Stephen A. Smith was he can put Stephen A. in his place. And I love Stephen A. as long as he's talking under 100 decibels. So the pro- the thing with that dynamic that's so interesting is because Kellerman is so articulate and poignant and, and well-served his ideas, belief, and his delivery, he's very much a pro wrestler at promotion of his thoughts, is Stephen A. Smith has, I would argue, the largest fan base 
of talking head personality in the sports world, right? He's the Tommy and Lauren of that fan base. He makes 12 million a year. Well, there's that. But the the thing about his listener base is they don't want to see him lose in verbal fisticuffs. Sure. Like and that's going to turn off well, like his dedicated not true fan base. If you put him up against Sam Perkins, Perkins will take anyone down. Well, I mean, go at it. So Lenny, as you know, you've been a fan of the show for a long time. You know Fred is a wrestling guy, and every organization needs a heel. Yeah. And Stephen A. Smith has no problem. It's today for WWE October 16th. We'll see each other there. <laughs> yes. So, I, I, I'm, I just emailed WWE to see if I could do ring announcing. So let's see how well, well that goes. Everyone has to have a heel, but are you going to be the good band heel like Brock Lesnar, or are you going to be the CM Punk? I want them both is what I want. Also, I want to take this break. Lenny, you are the best. We appreciate every time you take the time. You're a good friend Thanks. of the show. You guys have a good one. Thanks, Lenny. Appreciate you. No, Lenny's a good guy. I know the phone lines are lighting up. The texture is lighting up. Everything is lighting up. I'm going to light up more of this Rachel Nichols story when we get back. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. From the texture, good call from Lenny. Oh, that's nice. Huh. Yeah, it's nice. MNDOT text line, Quan's Auto Care hotline, 505-246. The phones are ringing. We are answering. Welcome to the program, friend of the show, Dylan. Hello, guys. What's going on? Dylan, my dude, welcome to the airwaves of Albuquerque, New Mexico. How are you? Good, good. Just enjoying this Vegas heat. <laughs> Woo! All the way in Sin City, your boys are hitting an audience. What can we do for you, Dylan? Oh, I just wanted to touch up on uh, the guy that said uh, Max Kellerman was uh, very smart and very articulate. Um, just about a month ago, he stayed at my uh, hotel, which I'm not going to say the name, of course, but they were in town for the – him and Stephen A. were in town for the Dustin Poitier-Conor uh, McGregor fight. Sure. And uh, after Max Kellerman checked in, he could not find the light switch in his room and called down several <laughs> times, and we had to actually have a – engineer go up to his room to show him where the light switch was that's because great. he's very tired well i mean when, when you got that alexa life oh my god you don't necessarily need when he's at espn studio somebody just turns the light on that's for it him. yes yeah. oh can Pretty you back. imagine hey well to, <laughs> hey to be fair dylan to be fair are they like really ornate light switches are they are they tucked away like like auspiciously no, they're very bright white, and the room's kind of like a dark oh, ascent, so it stands out. <laughs> well, there you go. Can't turn the light on in his room. <laughs> so maybe that's why he got kicked off the show, but <laughs> that's all I wanted to ask. There we go. Hey, what's on your mind, Dylan? What are we talking about? Uh, baseball betting, how Ooh. it's been so unpredictable this year, uh, like how the Astros love to struggle against the NL Central. Or AL Central, I apologize. And then uh, also how the Blue Jays uh, lost to the Tigers this weekend. All right, let's take it down. We got it. We'll get to baseball talk, uh, obviously, immediately, if not sooner than that. Dylan, thank you for being a friend of the show, and we will break this down. All right, thanks for the call, All Dylan. Right. That's a, it's an any given Sunday thing, right? For No, that's you football. Pl- You're thinking you play, of football. Well, that's the analogy. You play 162 games. And even the worst team in the league is going to win 50 games. So they got to come against good teams every once in a while. And the problem with betting on them is you don't know when those days are going to be. 
That's the thing about betting, too, is there are places, are you familiar with Las Vegas, Nevada, we, uh, the aforementioned? Sure. They know the game. They know what they're doing. Whatever Vegas says is the thing. Right. Do you know the number of people who beat Vegas? Like four? No, that's generous. Matthew McConaughey in that one movie that didn't happen in real life? Are you talking about Matt Damon in those three movies that didn't happen in real life? <laughs> Where Matt Damon plays Matt Damon. Yeah, the one where he's playing opposite of George Clooney, who's playing George Clooney. Well, Dylan had a really good example, and he softballed in this one into me because I'm an Astros fan, and I just saw the Royals win four out of five games in two different series against the Astros. And the Astros are easily at the top of the AL West, one of the two best teams in all of the, the AL, and they just can't seem to get it together against the basement of the AL Central. When they got your number, they got your number. We were just talking this morning with the Duke City Gladiators. We were talking to Nate Davis, and, you know, the Gladiators are sitting in, I think, the six out of six teams for the playoffs here, and, like, a lot of stuff has to happen for them to get a home game, and let's be honest, it's going to be a tough road for them. With that said, everyone in that uh, IFL wins, right? Everyone wins, except for, like, Northern Arizona. Northern Arizona's got, like, four wins on the year uh they have a win well yes yeah but there's oh if it's not northern i think it's northern arizona i'm thinking of there might be one other but anyways one of these teams in the ifl i'd have to pull it up has four wins and three of those wins are against the gladiators right like the gladiators are like a full like impressive should beat a lot of teams team and the team sitting second to last or second to dead last which i think is northern arizona but i'll look it up like they've they've had their number three times this season so it's like certain teams can just do certain things. Also, and this is baseball talk, you're going to have a player or a coach or someone on the pitching staff or someone who's familiar with the hitting coach for the opposing team or the pitching coach for the opposing team, yeah. and they're going to say, this is the approach and this thing you have to do to beat this style of baseball. And that goes a long way specifically in Major League Baseball. Sure. And you know, using the Astros as an example again, everyone hates the Astros. Mm-hmm. The Astros are the new Yankees on steroids. The new Yankees times 10. NFL teams, when they bring in quarterbacks in the preseason, don't give them the full playbook. You get part of the playbook, the part you need to learn, so that the coaching staff can see if you can do the things. The guys that get the full playoffs are like playbooks. They're like your Tom Brady's and your your Aaron Rodgers and your guys are top tier who you know aren't going anywhere. Backup guys don't get the full playbook, Van, because when they get cut – they take that information elsewhere. Sure. They get signed elsewhere. And guys like Ryan Fitzpatrick can show up on a team and say, hey, actually, here's how that defense works. Mm-hmm. We just talked about John Gruden on yesterday's episode. Exact same thing. Yeah. Oh, hey, I know how that team works. Here's how you beat them. Hey, Tom Brady's second understudy. You want a new job? They do. Come on over here to Cleveland. Yeah. Hey, I don't know much, but I know I can beat them because well, uh, well, I was them. <laughs> oh, you know, interesting. That's a thing, though, right, with with sports and betting? Like, there's all those factors you have to look into all the time. Yeah. We were, we were talking about Malice in the Palace on the weekend show last week. I had no idea about Ben Wallace being on a, a hair-thin nerve because his brother just passed away. Sure. You yeah. factor that stuff. 100%. Is, is the quarterback from Texas A&M staying out too late and partying? on Friday night because he's rushing 
at the frat. Yes. And then you got to adjust the point spread early Saturday morning to make up from all those Florida Gator bets that came in because they were at the rival's party and they saw him doing keg stands mm-hmm. at 2 in the morning and they know he's going to be throwing up all day. And then, you know, they're not slowing down handing him shots, 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 yeah. shots, shots, shots. Barrett Robbins. Barrett freaking Robbins. They're texting everyone they know, get down to this party. Yeah. Get the quarterback hammered. Now, Stephanie, I know you love ones and twos, but you don't love sports. I think it was the 2001 Super Bowl with the Oakland Raiders where Barrett Robbins, the Super Bowl's in San Diego, he just disappears before the game, just goes to Tijuana. I'm not joking. That's, it's a real thing. That he actually just, happened. He said, I, well, I'm not going to make this one. <laughs> so, well, all the way in. Let's see it out. They literally looked at They called cartels. They were like, does anyone know where Barrett is? Is this a sequel to Fear and Loathing in Las <laughs> Vegas? What's going on here? How much money did he... And that's the thing. Also, without sports betting, we wouldn't have the greatest baseball movie of all time for love of the game due to the success of Field of Dreams. Is is that your stance? Is that what you're going with? That's, that's why we have sports betting? Well, no, sports betting allowed us to have Field of Dreams, which then gave birth to For Love of the Game, the greatest sports movie in the history of sports movies. And we wouldn't have that without the, the Black Sox scandal of 1990. See, I was going to go Black Sox scandal. Well, that's what yeah. it is, yeah, because of sports betting. Yeah. Which then inspired Field of Dreams, which allowed Kevin Costner to start to scratch his itch that it is Major League Baseball And do film. every baseball movie say, ever. Say that exact sentence again, but don't use that connotation, and you're very excited. <laughs> you could say, every baseball movie ever, and I'd be like, yes, that's yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. And he's doing very well. Now with with the new like deep fake technology, yeah, so good. They're just gonna paste Kevin Costner's face on one of the characters mm-hmm. from Major League, so he can be in every single baseball movie. If there was a subreddit that solely remastered deep fake Kevin Costner into all baseball movies, I would subscribe to that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would say yes. I do want to see Kevin Costner as Wild Thing in Major League. Sure. Uh, John Goodman as Babe Ruth. No, thank you. No, Kevin Costner again. Yeah, deep fake. I want to see Kevin Costner in Face Off. But he's both faces. <laughs> Twin Kevin Costners in Face Off 2, the cossening. I promise it shouldn't have took us an hour to get through this Rachel Nichols story, but we'll get it when we get back from the break. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. The NMDOT text line, 505-246-0610. That conversation we had yesterday about Arby's and Raising Cane's still going on. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it That's, is. Okay. Yeah. That's the sports talk you tune in for. <laughs> what is Raising Cane's? Okay. First of all, Stephanie, like you are few and far on the program, but everything you bring is gold. That is an absolute brilliant drop-in, and thank you. Softball. Softball. Okay. Here we go. It is chicken fingers at its finest it is like it is like southern style like deep rich known for a sauce like a dipping sauce not an applying ointment i'm not going back down this path and it's very good steph imagine the nicest truck stop you've ever been to no it's better than checkers they have those chicken strips it's better than kfc or Popeyes, or Lee's, or churches, or I could keep going. There's no reason. It's better than all of them. Yeah. If if Gordon Ramsay bought out Allsup's, that's what Raising Cane chicken strips are like. If Bobby Flay were to challenge, like, 
uh, Colonel Sanders to a to a chicken off, the, he would it would be Bobby Flay Canes. I'll give you that one too. Yeah, yeah. I'll give that you that. Sounds one. delicious. Well, you and I will go whenever it it arrives here. We learned from the NMDOT text line. We learned that yesterday. Yesterday, when it arrives here in early 2022. And then, like listener of the friend of the show, listener right now, whenever your teenage kid gets a job there, then we will go together and get your discount. That's the plan. I'm not. I don't want to pay full price. Well, who does? All right. I tell you what. Who wants to pay full price for chicken? and breading <laughs> you're like your two favorite things in the world are sandwiches and chicken strips i love sandwiches you eat like a child yeah you ever had a sandwich yes i've had all of them they're sandwiches so good it's meat and vegetables inside of bread rachel nichols messed up real bad in july sure did that was july right taking it back at the end of the nba playoffs so she had this quote. Are you ready? Oh, you're going to do it? Taking it off the record. Do you want it? I'll no, take please it. take it. Quote, if you need to give her more things. All right, can we start over here real quick? Because I want to make sure this is painted correctly. Okay. Mariah Taylor. Okay? Okay. That's the gal that we're talking about. So Nichols speaking about Taylor. Cool? Are you ready for this? Hit me. Here we go. So the quote is, Quote, if you need to give her more things to do because you were feeling pressure about your crappy long-time record on diversity, which, by the way, I know personally from the female side of it, like, go for it. Just find it somewhere else. You are not going to find it from me or taking my thing away. Guess what they did? They took your thing away. And you know what sucks when you half agree with somebody and you half disagree with somebody? You're like, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, mm -hmm. but. Because she's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's not right either. She's absolutely not right. It looks like ESPN is going to fill her spot with Malika Andrews if you care about that. I don't necessarily care. With that said. There's a couple of things at the workplace you don't do. I'm going to give them to you right now. Listener, friend of the show. Number one, don't fudge money. Don't don't forge money. Don't fake money. Don't take money. Don't. You lose your job. That's an easy one. Number two, paperwork. Don't don't play games with paperwork. Don't sign other people's names. Don't create documents that aren't legal. Don't. Like, don't. Because here's the thing about paper. It has a trail. And lastly, don't run your boss through the mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever. Even if you're half right. Even if you're 100% right. Yeah. The thing is, they're still your boss. Uh-huh. Is, is Massachusetts a right-to-fire state? I don't know. They, but you don't just give them fuel for the fire. At will. I promise you it's an at-will state. It's got to be right with yeah. this. Just, it's crazy to you me. fired her from the show she created. Did she create it? I mean, she said right there she created it. Okay, I mean... <laughs> It says it right here on the internet. Did we create this show or did we do it like in association with Cumulus? Well, I feel like we created the show. Teamwork is it what is it was. It is unique. She gone. She off the NBA. They canceled her show. She's got a year left to run out. She's going to be gone. She gone. Everyone on the social media is like, not sure if it's right, not sure if it's wrong. Hot take. Oh, you're not? Yeah. <laughs> you like wish and wash?
Good first hour, Bam. 5.30, interview with Tim Keller. 6.15, interview with Nate Davis. That's going to be a lot of fun. Got through one topic. <laughs> we had two calls with two different topics. Oh, so. the phone lines were firing. And we had yeah. three calls. When we get back, top of the hour. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. In 30 minutes, the interview with Mayor Tim Keller. We'll have that for you, which will be very exciting. 6.15, joining the program, Nate Davis, quarterback for the Duke City Gladiators. Top of the hour, you just got in your car, so we'll remind you who we are. I am Fred Slow, alongside me, my very best co-host currently, Van Nunley. How are you, Van? Thank you for that super vague compliment. In what sense? What do you mean by that? I'm the only other person in the room, Fred. <laughs> I understand process of elimination. Currently. <laughs> you keep acting like this, I'm about to treat you like Rachel Nichols. Is that what you want? I've never wanted that. Sony Michael got traded to the Rams from the Patriots. He's been a bust. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. he has. Yeah. In real life and fantasy. I don't know him in... You forgot to say breaking news. Oh, here, hold on. Um, breaking news report. Ba, 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 ba. Earlier today, the New England Patriots traded Sony Michael to the Rams. Is this worth even talking about? I don't think so. <laughs> I would I would rather not. Here's what the the conversation on it, though, is his value gone. The Rams are like, I think we got a sixth. Let me let me make a call. I'll get a fourth from someone. That Belichick guy just can't coach. He just wasted all that Sony Michael talent. I think it's Sony Michelle, isn't it? Sony Michelle or Michael? Michelle. Oh, he's French. French Canadian. Okay. Ah. Yeah. A. I like that. That's the wrong kind of Canadian. Well. You think a ha ha Canadian. He did score. He put one in the end zone in a Super Bowl, though, right? That counts. That counts forever. Yeah. He's in history. That's more than Walter Payton. So he's greater than Walter Payton. Okay, I'm in on this conversation now. One metric. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. His first year was like... Brian Scalabrini is better than Kobe. You want to unpack that box for me? No, I'm not going there. Okay. Wait, because he won the TBT? Nope. Oh. The white mamba? Is it better than the black mamba? No. <laughs> because of reasons. Year one, Sony, Michelle, Michael, Michelle. Just call him S&M. Got it. That's, I don't care for that abbreviation. That's, that's not his nickname? No. Oh. 931 uh, rushing yards, six touchdowns is rookie campaign. And then a thousand over a thousand yards from scrimmage his second year, but then that was like that's kinda it. Yeah. Where'd he go? What happened? Scored one touchdown. I'm telling you that Belichick guy can't coach. He doesn't know what to do with talent. Who is like I'm being serious, like who's your running back then? Like New England? Like who are you gonna play? Uh Harris. Is he still there? Yeah. I saw New England Patriots tweeted today they brought John Bon Jovi out to practice, so that should that should get everyone on the hype train. What is he playing receiver? 
I don't believe he laced up the cleats today. <laughs> he was out there going again on his own. Can you imagine being like, when's the last time John Jovi has been relevant? I'm not trying to make a joke here. I'm being serious. Uh, whenever they air reruns of Young Guns, I think. That's a very good answer. Yeah, I think that's about it. I don't know who they is in this example. I had a I had an older cousin. Uh, I she was like tenish years older than me. She had a huge crush uh, crush on John Bon Jovi. Okay, please stop calling me a she. Okay, when John Bon Jovi got married, she locked herself in the closet and would not leave. That is a true story that happened in real life. Did you know that she like her family wanted her? They wanted her. Dead or alive. That's not the one. Shot in the heart, Fred. And you're to blame. You gave that joke a bad name. Do you think that joke had a chance or even like a prayer? Would you say it was living on a prayer? That joke was halfway there for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Patriots are doing weird stuff. If you offer me a six-round draft pick for anything, I don't want it. What are you going to get with a six-round draft pick? What are you going to do? One Tom Brady? Like, in the history of the whole game, there's one Tom Brady. Yeah. No. Lightning doesn't strike twice, Bill. The last week of June, Major League Baseball asked all of its pitchers to stop cheating. That was cool. Like, okay. They said, hey, why don't you stop uh, gunking up the ball there, guy? It worked. It, it was working so good. It works. Let me tell you about my spin rate. Spin rates are down, batting average up, OPS plus up, runs per game up. It worked. Would you call it a crackdown? It was a crackdown. Why not? So, baseball's been relatively, like, I don't know, what foreign substance free? Is that what the phrasing you would use? Correct. Okay. Well, unless like steroids and cheating and doctoring baseballs and, you know, greenies and uppers in the 60s and 70s. What's a greenie? It's methamphetamines. What? Yeah. Yeah. Baseball players used to take methamphetamines. Not like you didn't know that. I I don't care for this insight you're giving me at all. So it's just another instance of sweeping cheating under the rug. Right away that that Hector Santiago in Miami. Or Miami. And I'll help me out for the Mariners. He was like, I don't care. I'm just going to keep cheating. And so they kicked him out right away. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, so Major League Baseball should be like, oh, no, they will. They will put you on 10 games. Yeah. We're talking checks. Like checks. We'll put you on 10 games. So, and I know we're in Arizona. A lot of Diamondbacks fans. Excuse me. Albuquerque. A lot of Diamondbacks fans. Caleb Smith. He could, He just caught 10 games. Here's the thing, Hector Santiago and Caleb Smith. You ain't good. Like, you Major League Baseball good, yes. Yeah. You have to be very good to get that far. Yeah. But you're not like, no. slap on the wrist, we're going to overlook this good. Mm -mm. And also, when he got kicked out, what, like a week ago? It was in the eighth inning. It's like the best game he's pitched all year. Yeah. It's easily the best game. The umpire was like, we know this ain't right. This guy. thumbs up. <laughs> Get over here, kiddo. We watched your tape, player. 
He's like, it was mud. That's just a little dirty boy it, guy. Mud. You know how this desert gets. Hey, where'd you get mud? <laughs> this is artificial turf. Where'd you get mud? Yeah. <laughs> There's no rain whatsoever in the middle of the desert. It's from my rosin bag. I swear it. Okay. No. Crackdown. There, and I quote Caleb Smith. You don't have a quote. I'm not stupid. I know the two main things they check is your glove and your hat. If I was using something and I wasn't, I would put it on my I wouldn't put it on my glove or hat. That's just ignorant. Oh, there you go. Problem solved. Oh yeah. Sure thing, pal. We call it the Prince Andrew defense. I'll think I'll take things a cheater would say for four hundred, Alex. Uh, it couldn't be my sweat because at the time I wasn't sweating. Like what? Sure. What do you mean you can't physically sure. sweat? Sure, 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 sure. If sure, you sure. cannot physically sweat, that is a severe medical condition. You should not be playing sports no. in Arizona. What are you talking about <laughs> the what? Isn't that the thing too? And he goes. He goes on. If they say they find something on it. That's BS, but the longer version, because there's nothing on it. If I was cheating, I'd own up to it. Anyone? You who, know who says that? Who says that? Cheating liars. That's who says that. I would never do that to you, baby. <laughs> okay. Sure. That was the last ball I threw. But baby, if I did it, I'd tell you. If you get caught doing something, so I, I used to run a boys and girls club, right? Hey, hold on. Is Caleb Smith a free agent? I assume. Because I'd be cheating too. Should be now. You get that money, son. You're talking D Gordon. If, and I'm into this, but if you are cheating and I go to you and I'm like, I'm like, hey, guy, I feel like you're probably cheating here. If you're not cheating, you have to, like, formulate a response. If you are cheating, then you're like, well, I immediately can tell you why I'm not. That's when I know you're cheating. Arbitration year. Of course it is. Performance-based arbitration year. By the way, I love. How is the Astros fan that mad at this guy? (laughs) 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 Who, Who am I to say anything? I'm a fan of of doctoring the ball. I love it. It's fun. Yes. Hey, cork your bat, just like our hero, Sammy Sosa. Yes. Do that. Because that, to me, is like where the entertainment is. That, to me, is like, okay, watch this guy break knees off. Watch this ball fly 500 yards. (laughs) I meant to say feet. Yeah, I know you did. (laughs) Still, with Sammy Sosa and a cork back, he could probably hit one 500 yards. I one time saw Albert Poles hit a ball that's still going. Go on. Say it. Off Brad Lidge. There you go. In 2005. (laughs) I think about it regularly with joy. And I think about the Astros winning the next game and winning the series and going to the World Series. No one talks about that. So your Pujols moment. Sit and spin. Here's why you're wrong. You're not actually on this one. And like in Major League Baseball, that's doing their hashtag crackdown. I'm not seeing it anymore. Like it was a story in the beginning. I'm assuming it's still happening. I kind of thought it had stopped. It's still a story. 
like just last week, Chicago White Sox, Lance Lynn was getting checked over and over again by the ump, and he ripped his belt off and threw it at the umpire and got ejected from the game and suspended. It's still going on. They're still doing it. They're still annoying the hell out of these pitchers. But only two people have gotten busted. And the data shows spin rates are down, OPS is up, runs per game is up. So the hashtag crackdown is working to some extent. I just think if there was a single year where you didn't suspend people, it would be this one. Baseball needs all the coolest stuff right now. Like, because you really botched it. I loved the Field of Dreams game. I Same. loved it in its moment, in Same. its entirety. I loved everything about it. Everything. But, like, as I went back and watched it, like, conscientiously, I was like, ah, oh, a lot of things could have been done better. Or different. 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 It was hard to beat that. I agree. As far as television watching and the product they put forward and the field and the area and the stands, the commentary, the jerseys, and the game itself was phenomenal. Ten games is going to cost Caleb Smith 78760 doll hairs. That's a uh, teacher's salary right there. I only bring that number up because Joey Votto suspended one game and it cost him one hundred and thirty four thousand four hundred and nine doll hairs. Caleb Smith ain't no Joey Votto. Not even an arbitration year. Got so much money. That's so crazy to me. I can't imagine being like, oh, I got missed a day of work. No big deal. Like I'll just kick back. Oh shoot. Do I have any vacation days, or is this going to cost me $78,000? That Hector Santiago caught 80 games, but that was for performance enhancing. That's unrelated. Yeah. $245,000. Just gone. $240,000. That buys a lot of roids. Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine getting suspended twice in the same season? Get suspended for 10 games, come back, and they're like, actually, let's catch you for that drug test guy. Hey, you member. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Do it again? PEDs, player. You want to do it again? PEDs. He's like, they just got me. There's no way they're going to test me again. That is a thing people do, too. It's like, oh, I took 10 days off. They're like, where'd you go? He was like, Mexico, hung out with the fam. Like, that's a drug test. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. why'd you admit to that? You know who else does that? Idiots. Dogs and electric fences. <laughs> he ain't going to do it the third time. Grabbing a break. We're 15 minutes away from the Tim Keller interview, which we're very excited about. You listen to the boys, ABQ Central, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome to the show. Friend of the show, caller Dan. Dan, how are you, my friend? Hey, can you guys hear me okay? Yes, sir. Hey, with you, Dan. Good afternoon. That blinker's doing double well, time. Oh, man, I, I, it blew me away. Are you guys taking over the afternoon show? Can oh. you tell me yes? Well, we're going to hang out as long as they'll allow us to hang out, Dan. Oh, man, music to my ears, guys. Now I'm just flipping through, and I heard the voices, and I said, is this a rerun? <laughs> no, and it's just, but it's the boys. So good to hear you guys. Always, man, always. Oh, that's so you guys time. are a kick. Hey, so you know who I've been really... 
impressed with lately is, and I wanted to talk about is these Paralympians. You know, the handicapped Olympians. The stories, some of the stories there are just incredible, man, what these people have been through. And, you know, I love my veterans. I, I love Vitale and all of my vets out there. And a lot of these Paralympians are veterans. And they're just phenomenal people, what they've been through. And I, I just think we don't talk about them enough. You know what I mean? You so, we're, We are only getting every other word off you, Dan, but we did get the idea. Let us dive into that. Uh, appreciate you tuning in, and, and we'll break it down for you. Okay, thanks, guys. Yep, good day. Hey. Appreciate the call, Dan. Appreciate the kind words as well. Thank you. Uh, yeah, there's something absolutely right about that. Like that's a yes, hard yes. You yeah. have you ever watched any of that stuff? Like at length? Uh, I'm I'm not going to exaggerate and say at length, but yeah, I check it out every year. I so I've seen like highlight stuff. Sure. Yeah. The thing that's neatest to me about it is I feel like Paralympians come from different walks of life as opposed to just trying to become Olympians. Correct. And that to me is like some of the most like, yes, like craziest stories we, we did on the weekend program a couple years ago and I'm going to come up with her name as quickly as I can off the top of my head. So you find filler for two seconds. <laughs> I got more than filler because you, I mean, you're right. What you said about like, these aren't people who've been training their whole life they've faced some kind of adversity in their life and used some kind of sport, some kind of game of skill, some kind of athletic event to overcome what they've gone through. And they use that focus to enrich their lives and give them something passionate about. Because it's one thing to go to some, through some crazy tragedy or you know something befalls you that you didn't see coming and then just sit in your chair mope woe is me but to react to that in a way that's positive and inspire other people and challenge yourself to do something new and different and help other people to me that's just as inspiring or not more inspiring than being an olympian and training your life and getting to the peak of your one sport or passion or game of skill no i agree completely and i just found it so it's the uh, Albuquerque Kings is the wheelchair basketball team in town. Right. And, yeah. yeah. And so we had them on the program um, a little over a year ago, maybe on the weekend show. And it was uh, some of the most inspiring stuff I'd ever seen. And in a way to where, as we were learning the stories of all these players and we were talking about how they got into wheelchair basketball, like, yes, some former basketball players, but we're talking like individuals who were born in a way to where they couldn't walk or individuals who had suffered traumatic injury or individuals who had had, uh, if I recall, there were like gunshot wounds and there were car accidents and it was an entire just walk of, of however they all got there. And they got there so very differently. And that was the thing with the Albuquerque Kings that was so neat and inspiring to me was, I don't know, just how strong and powerful it was. Cause it's, it's not about giving up and, and you see that in the Olympics when it comes to the Paralympics. Also, it's very cliche, um, everyone wins. Like, this is a, I'm glad the effort is there. I'm glad it's done well. I'm glad uh, people are able to be spotlighted in a way that they deserve because so often um, you you don't have that opportunity. And, and the, the Paralympics do it so very well. 
And you know us, Fred. We're I mean, we're entertainers. We're storytellers. Yeah. Like loyal listener already knows that we're not going to sit here and talk about the box score for three three hours and you know tell you who just hit a home run. No, we're don't tell care. you stories. Yeah. We're going to tell you passionate stories that we really care about, and we're going to sprinkle some jokes in. And for like to hear like Paralympian stories, what they went through, it's so inspiring. And what a great call, Dan. Thanks for bringing this yeah, up. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Mel Baronas, Melanie Baronas, that is the coach of the Albuquerque Kings, or at least was at the time where we had that interaction. And uh, and she's just an outstanding person. And often, like the community that like supports uh, like Paralympics or like anyone who needs like accommodation, that community is there. I know. I think the Albuquerque Kings played in a basketball court at like a local church for a long time. Like, and they had like a free practice facility and a whole bunch of options and, and efforts. And it's cause it, t- it takes a village, you know? So I mean, yeah, I unexpected call from, from Dan, obviously in an unexpected spotlight, but I agree completely. A lot of love for, for everything that is Paralympics. Agree completely. Stephanie, are you comfortable with us taking a break a minute early so we can come back at 5.30 on the dot? Let's do that. So we're going to grab a break. When we get back, uh, we're going to come into a Tim Keller interview that we did this morning. We'll transition a little bit into talking Gladiators football for the remainder of the 5.30. And then, again, Nate Davis at 6.15. ABQ Central on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Channel. Welcome back from the break. We are live from Gladiators practice at the Rio Rancho Event Center this morning. Joining us is Tim Keller. Tim Keller, the mayor of Albuquerque. Tim, talk about the civic pride that come from the Gladiators. Talk about getting up early and coming out to this practice. Kind of talk about the enjoyment you get from this football team. You know, this team's special for all Central New Mexico and for us, too, to see what they've done this season. They've overcome a lot of adversity, and now they're headed to the playoffs. They're peaking at the right time, and I think they've shown a lot of the grit and determination that's like hallmark Albuquerque uh, for all of us, even things like the pandemic and so forth. We, I think, mirror their strength, and that's awesome. They're inspiring for us. Obviously, sports is a strong part of the culture in Albuquerque, and the Gladiators are the example for the class. Can you talk about kind of watching their growth throughout the city those last couple of years and the support they receive, not just from Albuquerque, but Rio Rancho and the surrounding communities? You got it. I mean, I think all central New Mexico has seen the Gladiators year-round. That's what's so awesome, too. I mean, they're involved in community things, whether it's with our kids and our schools or even helping out uh, in every aspect of society. And that's really special because I think we, we know that they believe in our city just like we believe in them, and they give back. And that means a lot. So they're truly part of our community. How symbiotic is that relationship with the Gladiators' ownership? How symbiotic is it for the city to make sure they're always in constant stride with what the teams in town are doing? You know, what we always want to see is all our local teams do good, right? Whether it's the Lobos or it's the Isotopes. And so when we see somebody like the Gladiators playing at the top of the level in their league, two championships, it actually lifts up all of us. And it shows that Albuquerque can be winners in any given league at any given sport. And that's something we haven't seen in decades before. Gladiators have really taught us how to win. Now we're out here early at the practice because you like to get out and stretch the legs a bit. Now, we watched some spirals. We watched some catches. We're going to put a video on social media at TalkABQ. Uh, how long have you been playing the game? How long have you loved it? Obviously, this is not your first time. What brought you into football as a youth? You know, I'm such a believer in football. I played in high school, and that was, that was pretty much it, other than about a half a game for the Gladiators two years ago. 
but uh, played some rugby in between. And for me, you know, I've just always enjoyed uh, football has, you know, this amazing dynamic where, look, it is a contact sport. It has that element. I actually enjoy that part of the sport, but also the team aspect where everyone has to do their role, but it's a different role than the person next to them. That's something very special. And so I think it really is a good role model for teams, whether for me it's at City Hall or it's in the workplace, uh, or even as a kid learning how to do your part, but also support the person next to you. It teaches us a lot of valuable lessons. We before we started this interview, you said, "Hey, Fred. First thing foremost, I got to make sure the game time. I got to make sure everyone knows the Gladiators are in the playoffs. I got to make sure everyone knows where they can take it in." Tim, what are the details on the game this weekend? Uh, talk about the playoffs. Talk about the opportunity for this team. So this team's going to be traveling to Iowa. It's a big game, and we're very excited for it. It's Saturday at 6 p.m. You can catch it on YouTube or just type in, you know, Gladiator Football in Google, and you'll eventually get there. But we all got to do the best we can to root for them. If you can make it out to Iowa, check it out. It's a great scene. It's a great arena football experience when you see the Gladiators play up in Iowa. Tim Keller, thank you so very much. Any final words before we let you go? Just thanks for covering. Really appreciate it. Thanks for all the support out there for the Gladiators, and uh, everyone stay safe and healthy. Tim Keller, big fan of Gladiator football. Appreciate it. Well, that was nice. That was nice, Van. What a dude. We did have a lot of fun with that this morning. So the Gladiators called us, I don't know, yesterday. And they were like, hey, we, you know, we we get Tim out, you know, like once a year for a practice. And, you know, right before the playoffs, we thought it might be a good energy for the team. And they said, can you boys come out? And we said, yeah, we can come out. You know, we'll come out. We Whatever. So we were there. I think KOAT was there. And we did a little TV, did a little radio with them, and watched him literally practice with the team, which was like kind of a weird experience. Like I'd never seen the mayor of a gigantic metropolis out practicing with the pro football team in town. Sure. Yeah, I mean, wherever you lie on the political spectrum. Okay. Whatever. Please vote. You gotta admit that he's a cool dude. Yeah. He goes to metal concerts. Yes. You'll see him at a bar and uh-huh. a restaurant. He's always surrounded with cool people, and he's still fit and athletic. And he he's out there playing rugby and football and basketball, and you'll see him working out in the park with the family. He's a cool dude. He says in the interview, because I'm like, because he throws a spiral. He can catch it, but he's an athlete. He's an athlete. In the interview, he says, yeah, I played a little rugby. Uh-huh. Tim, you played at Notre Dame yeah, in college. Rugby at Notre Dame. Like, huh? that's no joke. A humble brag. Yeah, but that was call a humble brag. That's pretty good. That's a fun thing. So, thank you to the Gladiators for having us out. Thank you for Tim and his team for taking the time. Obviously, uh, there's a lot going on in the city. There's a juxtaposition, right? Because like, and this isn't KOBB or KKOB seven seventy. This is sports talk here. But like, the city is in a weird flux right now. Like, it is not as safe as it's historically been. Like, there's a big debate on this stadium. There's more people here. This It's going from a small town to a large metropolis, and that's hard. It's like a hard transition. So be able to find like that dichotomy, that balance, That's I mean, it's important in my opinion. Again, regardless where you lie on the political spectrum, he cares about Albuquerque. He wants what's best for Albuquerque. Yeah. And he's always involved. He's and out in the streets. He, like me, wants to see the Iowa Barnstormers just get it handed to him like the Duke City did in their opening game of the year when they when they put it on him 63 to 55. And Homie can throw a spiral. There's not he didn't throw one duck all day. No. He keeps him tight. Is that a thing where you warm up ahead of time? Cuz you tight. know we'll be there. Cuz if he goes out there cuz he was like he was shooting BB, Stephanie. Yeah. But if we go out there and he's doing like I don't know, like shuttlecocks out there like no. Like yeah. I like where are the BBs, Tim? 
end of the career Peyton Manning ducks just flopping around. Yeah. Yeah. It, we, I, would, we would be roasting him right now. If he helicoptered one, yeah. like, we would be roasting him. I may I may have missed a play or two from my count. He was two or two of two for like 30 yards and a touchdown. You definitely missed a play or two then because he was far more than that. <laughs> hey, but also, like, do you want to be the guy who picks off the mayor? Or are you going to let that one go through? Oh, I dropped yeah. it. Oh, my God. I don't know if we need to put one hand in the dirt here, boys. Let's just give him an opportunity. When he ran out on the field, I was like, put a red jersey on that guy. Yes. One of these dudes on defense is just going to be in game mode and just truck him. When he showed up in, I'm going to be honest, the oldest Gladiators t-shirt I had ever seen. Like, you know that's in his collection. He wears it regularly. Yeah, it's his shirt. Yeah, that's his shirt. He didn't, like, have his staff going from thrift store to thrift store. Looking for gladiator gear. This was not a photo opera. They're like, hey, we're just gonna throw, we're just gonna throw like a I don't know brand new shirt on you, and you're gonna take two photos and leave. This is he was in full fledged practice. So anyway, find at Talk ABQ. That's our social media. Uh, that's the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter. All of it is at Talk ABQ. Find us because we posted a video of Tim like throwing like a go ahead touchdown pass, and then Nate Davis celebrating. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of laughs. We're not gonna play the audio for you here. We're going to encourage you to go check it out. Yeah. But, yeah, at Talk ABQ, uh, I don't know, cool cool little morning for, for the Duke City Gladiators. They go on the road tomorrow as they head to Iowa. And then did you hear about Jared Elmore? No, hit me with it. Star wide receiver for the Gladiators, Jared Elmore, uh, at practice today, and we're catching up. Uh, by the way, he's from Missouri, right? I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. He's from Kansas City, Missouri. That's like the difference in not distance but culturally. I don't know. I guess that's a bad example. Albuquerque stands pretty unique here. Think of like Albuquerque and Las Cruces if Las Cruces was a big city. Sure. So anyway, so Kansas City and St. Louis are very similar. Uh, and he says, I'm leaving practice today, boys. I'm driving to Kansas City. What? What? That's a 12-hour drive right there. He says, I'm going to coach high school football on Friday night. Then I'm going to get in the car. And I'm going to go to Iowa and play in the game on Saturday. Dedication. That is dedication to the game. Yeah. And you know how hard one-way rentals are right now? Like, Enterprise don't play that right now. And the way he said it, yeah, it was just like, hey, practice is done. Go rinse off. Going to hop in a car. Yep. Drive to Kansas City. Got to coach a game. I'll see these guys in Iowa. He wasn't like, ugh, I got to drive. No. He was passionate about it. Yeah. You could see the fire in his eyes. That, and we've said this. When we talk about the Isotopes, when we talk about the United, or when we talk about the Gladiators or the Ice Wolves or the Runners, whenever we talk about these sports teams here in Albuquerque, that's the thing. The The humanity of those players translates to the fan. It translates to the media. It translates to the community. Jared Elmore is a human being. Nate Davis, who's going to call us in like 40, in 45 minutes, the conversation is going to be about how he takes care of his boys. Like, that's the story. Right. I love that. You know, back to the first segment and the very first caller, the question from Tommy, like, Cowboys players being spoiled. These guys are treated very well, but they are not spoiled whatsoever. No. No. They live lives outside of this field. This is not their only exclusive life. From the texter, Jared Elmore was also drafted by the Baltimore Orioles. Who knew? He did. Who knew? It's Sebastian Noel on the texter. Of course Sebastian knew. Because he knows. He knows everything. He knows it all. Doesn't know how to double book himself. <laughs> well, that's the thing. <laughs> he's got he's to make it up tomorrow, he said. He's a busy guy. Yeah. 
and knowing Sebastian and his love for the game, the game being sports broadcast, like I'm sure he'll bring like a nice catering set for us. It'll be a nice thank you. Like enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, welcome to the weekdays, boys. Here's here's this. Two giant handles of single barrel ten year old scotch. Yeah. Congratulations. Okay. Well, I was gonna go with like seventies <laughs> <laughs> like how you get seventy wants that. It's going to be like hot sauce cauliflower wings is what it's going to end up being. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm, you know I'm into that. I know you are. Yeah. Vegetarian's a different life. Like, and you live it strong. Oh, I go very hard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a pinkies out, like, worldwide foodie vegetarian. I'm not like, Oreos are vegan. I'm not like that kind of guy. Are they? I eat very well. Yes, Oreos are vegan. I did not know that. Yeah, that's like a joke. Aren't they just sugar on sugar on sugar? Yes, that's the joke. But they're vegan. Like, uh, what are those? The Numinos? They, the Numinos. Paul Newman makes Oreos, and it says, these are vegan. Vegan products. Of course they're vegan. They're Oreos. All right. Today's varsity. Are you ready for this? Okay. Hit me I can't this. believe it's vegan. It's today's varsity, okay? Okay. Now, I'm going to have to do some research on this during a commercial break, but I'm excited to share this. So it's... Today's varsity is I can't believe it's vegan. I'm going to go out on a limb and say we might be choosing another varsity <laughs> in the next hour. Well, you don't feel like this one I'm going to be able to knock out? I have all the confidence in the world in you, my friend. The true friends of the show know that there's always an angle on these. Of course. And I are. have it produced. And you got an hour to think about <laughs> it? It's my favorite thing. The NMDOT text line has been lighting up throughout the program. Mac Jones will be the best quarterback in this class. I don't hate that hot take from 505, and we're going to break that down when we get back from the break. You'll listen to ABQ Central, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Take the shortcut to your next great hire. When you sponsor a job on Indeed, Instant Match immediately delivers a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. We've got a new crash reported southbound 98th Street at Avalon. Expect to see a backup pass by 40. You also have a minor crash westbound on I-40, just a little west of 4th Street. That's blocking off your right lane and a sinkhole at Central and Tramway. That has your southbound lanes blocked off between I-40 and Central, so take Wantabo instead. Take the Malloy Los Lunas anniversary sale $10,000 test drive challenge. We're giving away $10,000 in August, guaranteed. Visit Los Lunas, take a test drive and you could win. No purchase necessary. Visit MalloyLosLunas.com. This report is brought to you by Malloy Los Lunas. If you see an accident, call the Traffic Tracker hotline at 767-9167. Brought to you by American Home Furniture and Mattress. Visit any of their stores today or shop online at AmericanHome.com. From the 96.3 News Radio KKOB Traffic Center, I'm Candy Cruz. This is Brandon Tierney with a CBS Sports Minute sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Breaking news, Bill Belichick, pretty good at his job. And let's face it, no matter what happens this year or next, or really even the year after, nobody's taking away the six Lombardis. But when it comes down to pressure, and there's multiple kinds, there's real pressure and there's perceptual pressure. And with Belichick, I'm talking about the latter, not the former. What would we think if Belichick struggles again without Tom Brady? 21 years with the Pats, he's won 73% of his games, five years 
years with the Browns, he won 45%. The two years without Brady, no playoffs. And let's face it, the one year Brady was without Belichick, he won the Super Bowl. What does it mean? Not really sure. There's a lot of context to chop in there. But I will say, in terms of perception, if he never wins again without Brady, would it change things just a little bit? For me, it would. I'm BT. Summer is in full swing, and DoorDash is making sure you get the most out of this time with your family. Back-to-school shopping should be easy and convenient, and now it is with DoorDash. Get all of your essentials brought right to your door with one-hour delivery. Shop healthy lunch options from your favorite grocery store and notebooks, pens, and pencils from your local convenience store. It's all just a tap away, all in one app. Simplify your summer and download the DoorDash app today. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? So you've got an oil change coming up? We can help you get started. Right now you can get five quarts of Castrol GTX and an STP oil filter, plus an STP air filter or cabin air filter for just $34.99. And you can get it all fast, your way. Just order online with our free same-day store pickup or next-day delivery. Get in zone, AutoZone. Start your job today at AutoZone.com. Restrictions apply. Raider Nation has a new home in Albuquerque. And Richard goes out pass, touchdown wide open is Waller. And car play action rolling right, going to keep it, going to go for the pylon. Touchdown. The Duke City's home for the Raiders. Inside the 20, the 10, end zone, Darren Waller for the Raiders touchdown. Jackpot, baby. Hear every Raiders game all season long. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. If you have a lot of high-interest bills to pay each month, the cost can quickly become overwhelming, and it can be easy to fall deeper into debt. But it doesn't have to be this way. It's Jeff Simbietta suggesting you make a quick call to American Financing. You can learn about options to consolidate debt with help from your mortgage. You'll get a much lower rate, and you'll only have one manageable monthly payment to focus on. It could save you up to $1,000 a month, plus tens of thousands of dollars in long-term savings. Imagine the difference that can make. Then pick up the phone. Get a free mortgage review. Find out what you can save. There's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. You might even postpone two mortgage payments. But you've got to call American Financing, and I suggest you do it now. 505-247-9999. That's 505-247-9999. Or visit them online, AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182-334-NMLSConsumerAccess.org. This is where New Mexico comes for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. From the texter, DNM DOT text line from 505. Mac Jones will be the best QB in this class. I see your flex, son. You're wrong. You're wrong. Wrong. He will play the most in year one outside of Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. Patriots got a better depth chart. Cam Newton's not that bad. I would take my time with the kid. I'm taking your statement and I'm turning it into my question. And my question is, where are they going to fall, Van? First of all, there's only 10 of them. Only 10 quarterbacks are taken in the draft this year. Very top-heavy and then the quarterback just falls off after that. Yeah. I think on day two, only two got, are on day three now, right? Because it's 
round one, then round two, round three, and then everything else. Yes. So on day three, I think only two guys went. The biggest impact earliest is Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Cool. Okay, are we talking this year? Are we talking long term? The way the way Dylan stated it, it sounds long term. Long term. Okay. Best quarterback long term. Who you got? I'm gonna name them first. Okay. Trevor Lawrence from Clemson went to Jacksonville. Correct. Zach Wilson from BYU went to the Jets. Correct. Trey Lance from North Dakota State University went to the 49ers. Yes. Now you may remember they went pick one, pick two, pick three. Right. You had to wait five minutes. Then Justin Fields from Ohio State went to the Bears. Then Mac Jones from Alabama went to the Patriots. Now we're in round two. Kyle Trask from Florida went to the Buccaneers. Kellen Mond from Texas A&M went to the Vikings. Davis Mills from Stanford went to the Texans. Ian Book from Notre Dame went to the New Orleans Saints. Sam Ellinger from Texas went to the Colts. Okay, you got it? Sure. That's all 10 of them. Everyone else, RFA, whatever, restricted free agent, undrafted, I don't know all that stuff. Yeah. I got my long-term guy. You got your long-term guy? I do. Is it Kyle Trask? Tell me why. It's Kyle Trask because he's playing under Tom Brady. Tell me why. It's Kyle Tr- Well, that's not actually a very good Backstreet Boy line. Okay. But Kyle Trask will get to play under Tom Brady. That is it. That is the whole thing. There's no more conversation. You have the best one to ever do it in front of you, and you get to watch and you get to learn, a la, I don't know, Aaron Rodgers style. This is the thing that sets you up for the most success. If I had to call Dylan in Vegas and say, place a bet for me, I'm taking Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask going to play forever. Just because he gets to understudy under Brady. Yes. What do you mean just? Tom Brady might play for so long, Kyle Trask never sees the field. Kyle Trask's rookie contract might be over before Tom Brady even retires. He's Tom Brady's still at the top of his game. Kyle Trask might never see the football field. And look at all the other understudies under Tom Brady. Okay. Which which ones have turned out? Are they 6'5", 240 like Kyle Trask? Uh, they're super tall and handsome like Jimmy G. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And the second he went, the second he fell off. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Jimmy G has won three out of every four of the games he's played on a football to, field. All right. To be Shay. Okay. And he almost won a Super Bowl. Okay. I mean, he did lose a Super Bowl. You're correct. Correct. Which is impressive already. But, I mean, Matt Schaub, Matt Castle. Like, who? what other understudies have really done anything? So, that is, while that is a hot take, it is the wrong answer. No, it's the absolute right answer. Because the right answer is Trevor freaking Lawrence. Yeah, stud. Shuns, Sunshine is going to be the best quarterback. He was the best quarterback in the country when he was 15. He was the best quarterback in the country when he was 18. He's the best quarterback in the country now that he's 21. And he's going to be the best quarterback in the country when he's 30 and 35 and 40. He's a generational talent. He's like John Elway, mm-hmm. Peyton Manning, yes. uh, Andrew Luck. He's a no-doubt talent. He's going to be good. The only question is, is are the Jaguars going to surround him with enough talent that he has the opportunity to shine? 
because he's one of the most talented quarterbacks to come out in the history of the NFL. I think the real the real question, the real argument is who's the second best from the class. And now if you want to say Kyle Trask, sure, I'm in. I'm in on that one. You did not mention the thing that puts Trevor Lawrence so much above everyone else, and that's that he's the he hair. Is, the hair. No, the he's hair. a loser. It's the hair. He's a full on boring loser. <laughs> okay, go on. Yeah, he's a he loves his high school sweetheart. He loves going to church on Sundays. He loves driving the speed limit. He is the Hunter Pence of NFL quarterbacks. He is so absolutely mundane in every aspect of life outside the football field that he is vanilla bean ice cream. That is Trevor Lawrence. First off, before I go into this response. Do not rip vanilla bean. Don't you dare <laughs> use Hunter Pence's name in vain. When I'm punching distance away from you right now. I'm telling you. I can reach you with the right cross from here. You do not sully the name of Hunter Pence in front of me. Do not refer to Hunter Pence as the Lord because Trevor Lawrence will become upset and Trevor Lawrence will will have to pray for you on Sundays because he's not cool like Trey Lance or Justin Fields. Well, Justin Fields is my number two from the class. Mac Jones is super cool and his mom's a weird COVID denier. if, If Trevor Lawrence is so polished and holy then why did he get his coach to cut the actual third coming of Christ, Tim Tebow? Riddle me that, Fred. There, that, thou may be no f- false Tebow. Yes, exactly. I'll break down Mac Jones for you when we get back from the break, though. I'm about that life. Let's do it. I saw the Foo Fighters in concert. Like two weeks ago. Oh, we were together. Yes, I was there. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Six o'clock. Hope your work day went well. Hope you're enjoying your commute home. You tune in for the sports talk. You stay for the traffic report, fam. Naturally. Yeah, I want to make sure you can get home quickly and safely. Stephanie, you're doing greats on the ones and twos. Sorry about the pop how popular the show is and all the phone calls you have to field. Oh, Sorry. no, that's okay. Sorry I'm, about that. I'm enjoying it. I love it. Sorry that we're so approachable and enjoyable that the friends of the show, the hashtag FOTS, take the time to connect with us on the Quans Auto Care Hotline, 505-246-0610, or that they text the program in the NMDOT text line, 505-246-0610. All the love on the interwebs, too. This is pretty fun. Yeah, we're live on social media. We thought that'd be fun to do. Similar to the way... So the morning show here sets sets the standard. Sure. The opening drive is live via a ProView-style broadcast on ProView Networks, on Comcast 26, and on the social media. And we said, well, anything you can do, we can come like a close second. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah, we are currently uh, streaming live on our social media outlets, which is at TalkABQ. You can find us on everything. Give us a like. Give us a share. If you're a fan of the program, you can get it on the podcast. Get us on Apple iTunes. Get us on Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you get the things you get to listen to. I prefer Spotify. I'm a Spotify guy. I'm a Spotify guy. You know what I appreciate? I take notes on the show sometimes. What? Yeah, I do. Are you talking about actual work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're confused on our approaches. Okay. Yeah. I show up and try to make Stephanie laugh. What do you do? I count how many more times I made Stephanie laugh than you. Yeah, that is a hard com- competition between yeah. us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Five-star reviews. They're free, guys. You just give them to us. That's all you got to do. Five-star reviews. 
15 minutes from... Or we'd appreciate if like, you put on our podcast and just put it on repeat and let it stream over yeah, and over. Over and over. Yeah, over and over again. And here's the thing. You don't even have to listen to no. it. No. Yeah, you could just watch something on another device. Just let us go in circles. I love that plan. I shouldn't have said that out loud, should I? Well, here's... You can't... So similar to Yelp reviews, you can't entice people to give you a Yelp review. Okay. So, so if like, let's say like a bar in town, what's a good example? What uh, I just told you, loyal listener, to do is cheating. Which and I'm not okay. advocating whatsoever for cheating. Just because you're a Houston Astros Except fan? Except for that I'm a Houston Astros yeah. fan and I got a lot of respect for Tom oh, Brady. Okay, that's so good. don't, whatever you do, don't do what I just said to do. I don't well, like totally that. Do you should do it. You should just totally do it. <laughs> what I really enjoy is five-star ratings with scathing like commentary to them. So if you leave the show, ABQ Central, five-star rating, but then you just lambast us yeah. in written text, mm-hmm. I love that. This is the worst thing I have ever heard in my entire life. Correct, yeah. I could smell them through the radio waves. It's the worst absolute thing I've ever done to my ears, five stars. This is far worse than the time in third grade when I stole a book from the book fair and my stepdad had to take me out behind the house and teach me uh, capital punishment and I learned a lesson that I still hold on to today and I'm scarred emotionally and physically and spiritually and that's nearly as bad as this show. Yeah, and that one time when I was on the playground and that bully ripped my Howard the Duck shirt and I cried and everyone made fun of me Mm -hmm. and I peed my pants. This is worse than that day. Five star review. Five stars. Couldn't recommend it more. <laughs> five out of five will listen to them the next time they change their time slot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it when I actually find these guys at a different time slot. I'm going to give you six topics on Trevor Lawrence. I want you to tell me if it's a pro or a con. Okay. okay. Urban Pro. <laughs> Uh, Urban Meyer. Uh, neutral. Okay, I think it's a con. That's not fair because that's TBD. Urban Meyer don't know how to coach in the NFL? Only Pete Carroll has done it right. Coach in the NFL? What, Jimmy Johnson and Pete Carroll? From college? Yes. Yeah, Nick the only Saban with... was terrible. Yeah. I can't think of a single one. This is up to you, 505-246-0610, loyal listener. Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, Pete Saban. Mm-hmm. What other college coach has had oh, success? Gosh, I just don't have it. I'm really trying. It's, Ur- hard, it's hard to do. Urban Meyer know when he coach, he know that he know that he got the best team. He know that when he go out there, he gonna do better than anyone's ever done it because he's got the most talent and he's gonna have the most talent forever. And he don't know how to coach from behind and he's never had to coach a defense and all these things associated with this. He's not going to help Trevor Lawrence. Well, he's he's already off to a bad start. He can't even protect his rookie running back from hurting his foot. That's a good one. That's all on the coach right there. And if you had a blocking tight end, like, I don't know, world beater Tim Tebow, yes, you could have. Yeah, sure. See what happens? Friend of the show, Henry, has reached out via the Quan's Auto Care hotline. And when friend of the show, Henry, who calls, I hit the brakes on what we're talking about. Henry, welcome to the program. Hey, you guys are awesome enjoyable, creative, different than anybody else, and extremely entertaining. Welcome. That is a beautiful setup today. And I'm driving down the road, and a real fresh sound to Sports Talk Radio. Congratulations. Well, Henry, when uh, super producer Steph piped in and said that we had Henry 
on the line. She didn't say which Henry it was. This is Albuquerque radio legend Henry Fitzgerald T. Everyone knows you, <laughs> and we appreciate the kind words, good sir. Thanks for the call. Henry Tafoya is still heard regularly via his podcast, which I subscribe to. He does a live podcast with ProView and obviously broadcast a ton of games. Henry, what's going on in your world, friend? How are you? No, you guys just flipped it over, man. I'm enjoying myself. I've got to get both of you on my podcast. By the way, what is a pod? It's a Henry <laughs> T. show. I'm not sure what a pod is. Either one of you guys? I'd probably a playoff iPod? I don't know. Not a, that's an excellent question. I would assume it dates all the way back to the original like like iPod. That's, I, question mark. That's a classic Henry T runaround. You stump the two guys <laughs> who haven't been short of words for two years and two weeks. <laughs> hey, you guys are great. Enjoy it. But really, off the air, call me soon. So you guys can help my ratings, all right? Oh, that's that's classic Henry. There's the rub from Henry T. It stands for Portable On Demand. Odd. Uh, uh, I didn't know. Who knew? That makes more sense. I never questioned hey, it. Hey, and, and a little reminder to you guys especially, because I don't know if either one of you guys have ever bought a ticket to a game in your life because you're so immensely popular, but buy your tickets to Lobo football, both of you. I dare you. Yeah, you're going to get yourself a credential with your picture on it and all that, but for the cause, Van and Fred, buy a season ticket to watch the new-look Lobos. New Mexico Sports Hall of Famer Henry Tapoya. thank you so very much for taking the time, friend. Take care, guys. What a good guy. Appreciate you, Henry. Great Thank call. You. Thank you. How fun. We run into Henry pretty regularly around town, like whatever things are doing, and there's not kinder wood words for anyone. There's just not. The The last time I saw Henry was at the uh, alumni, Lobo alumni scrimmage. Yeah. Right during the slam dunk contest. Mm-hmm. And he saw me act like an absolute maniac. After J.R. Giddens between the legs, East Bay funk esque dunk, and he saw me go bonkers right next to my daughter, and like I saw this look on his face, he's like, "Maybe I was wrong about this van guy." <laughs> Immediately, still does this podcast pretty regular. I think it's daily. Like I catch it, I catch it multiple times a week. Sure, yeah, it's it's very good and. So last time I ran into Henry, as maybe the listener doesn't know, a friend of the show might not know, I'm on the board of directors with the New Mexico games. So I, I, I help organize and put together New Mexico games every year. You help me often do it. With that said, uh, we had had our opening ceremonies, and uh, Henry had come to the opening ceremonies, and we, we couldn't get in two words like – like me and this table of like really talented because Henry just has every story and everyone hangs on him and he is he is funny and he is smart and he's articulate. Uh, the Henry T Game Face Live podcast you can find that on social media, uh, Facebook dot com slash Game Face Live and M. Check out Henry's program. I am a big fan of he and what he does. And then obviously still bringing you broadcast for ProView Networks, which is a friend of KNML and, and Cumulus and Apart. That was cute. That was fun. We got five more minutes until we are joined by Nate Davis of the uh, Jacksonville, or excuse me, 
of the Duke City Gladiators. Got a little Trevor Lawrence on your mind. We were talking about Urban Meyer and if he brings value to Trevor Lawrence. I believe that he does not. You believe it is to be determined. Yeah, I think it's TBD. Uh, too early to call it. And, you know, back to Urban Meyer real quick. Yeah. I told you it was the wrong move cutting Tim Tebow. You said multiple times. You cut Tim Tebow, and that angered the god of the whole universe. And then what happens the very next week? Your brand-new, fresh, first-round draft pick rookie breaks his foot. So I was right. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> I was right. Sorry, God, for all the other stuff I've done. I've never lambasted Tim Tebow. We've always been big Tim Tebow people here. Please do not besiege <laughs> any of the Jacksonville Jaguars or their owner, Shad Khan, or his son, Tony Khan, who owns AEW Wrestling, which is the only piece of salvation in Fred's life. All right, what's next on the check? Pure talent. Do you have pure talent as a positive or a negative? It's the biggest positive. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Okay. Cannot rely on it. Have to be able to play in the system. Have to be able to be coached. Have to be able to be a guy who fits in the mold. He's only ever survived on his pure talent, Trevor Lawrence. How do you know this? I'm, I'm telling you, I've seen the games, dog. you text with his aunt or something? How do you have this inside info on his character? I don't know why you think his pure talent is similar to, I don't know, Michelangelo's David. It's not, okay? It's very close. It, I have seen his hair. It's perfect. If Trevor Lawrence was like, I got pure talent, I'm like a finished product, There's nothing, you can't really do anything aftermarket to this hot rod, I'm going to tell you why that's wrong. He's not Charles Barkley. He's Trevor Lawrence. I'm just saying. You can't, you can't teach 6'6", six 220. Six, that is correct. And when you are 6'6", six 220, six, I know I'm 6'6", six 260, six, you know that you don't need to hear from others that aren't six foot six two twenty. Okay, what you're doing here it's called projecting, Fred. You <laughs> you're you're taking your character and in values and then projecting them on Trevor Lawrence. All I'm saying is it's hard. That's what I'm saying. You gotta be coachable. You gotta be able to play the fit. That's all I'm saying. Okay, what's next? Intangibles. He has them all. Check. No, it goes to his head. He doesn't rely on the core of the game as it's prepared by the team. Okay. Man, this is why you don't get it. What are you talking about? I'm I'm just chalked to the gills with natural talent and ability. He thinks they should just hand him the captain patch. And I tell you what, you got to be a captain. Man, you're slowly describing me. Never mind. Yes, now you're picking up on the theme here. You're not you're not describing yourself, you're describing me exactly. And what so you, when you walk up to center and you put your hands under and you're like, I don't need no pre-staff read, I can do anything here. That is a intangible that is terrible. Yeah, me and Brett Favre have that attitude. The world of confidence. Yeah. <laughs> what about turnovers? Positive or negative? Uh well, he's going to have a bunch early. He did in college. Yeah. He would turn it over. He don't care. He just throw it down the field. He can do anything. He'll just get another touchdown right after. Yeah. Hey, no big deal. Let's do it again. Don't worry about ball security. We're going to grab a break. We're going to call Nate Davis. He's going to tell us about quarterbacks because obviously from this last 15 minutes, you know we don't know. I'm just kidding. I kind of do know, I feel like. I can tell you what a quarterback looks like. It's like Tim Tebow. We would hope. <laughs> One would hope. He's going to have his third shot at this thing. Somebody's going to give him a chance. 
Nate Davis after the break. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Friend in real life and now friend of the show, Nate Davis joins us to talk about Duke City Gladiator football. And I'm glad he could squeeze an interview in between one of his 79 touchdown passes that he had this year and the Gladiator's first season in the IFL. Nate, welcome to the program. Hey, appreciate you having me on, Fred. What's happening, Nate? Hey, what's going on, baby? Nate, question number one, how much fun am I going to have Saturday night at Dave & Buster's watching you boys beat up on the Barnstormers of Iowa? Oh, man, you're going to have a great time, man. It's going to be a great show uh, that you know that we're going to put on, man. We put in a lot of work this week and, you know, great competition against us. And, you know, we're ready to go out there and show, uh, and show what, what we're about. Nate Davis and the Duke City Gladiators, first year in the IFL, already into the playoffs. And, Nate Davis, you personally set a record for touchdown passes in a season. You threw 79 touchdown passes. Can you even remember all of them? <laughs> I remember a lot of them, man. But the more that I remember is the, the, the interceptions. I think I got 11, 11 or 12. Those are the ones that I remember vividly. You know, so uh, the touchdowns, you know what I'm saying, uh, all, all I'm doing is this uh, – Delo Davis says it every day in practice. You know, you do your one-eighth, uh, you know, we will be great. <clears throat> and and that's all I do, man. I just try to do my one-eighth and, and them other guys make it happen. Hey, well, Nate, you're remembering two interceptions that you didn't throw because you only threw ten this year. <laughs> oh, see? Okay, see, I only threw ten. But see that? See those? Well, see, yeah. The follow-up is, who are we mean mugging for dropping that 80th touchdown pass? That's what I need to know. That's the Oh, no. See, and that's, and that's the bad part is I, I missed Dello on the 80th touchdown. Oh, no. Yeah, I missed Dello, man. Is it, what is that like? Cause like and we're going to talk a little bit about like you and, and what you do for the team as far as hospitality and treating the boys the right way. What is that like to have such a strong relationship with a guy like Dello, for instance, on the field and off the field? Like, How does that increase like how well you guys – like chemistry wise play. I mean that's that that's a big part, you know, is the, the chemistry, uh the chemistry part. Uh because you know, when you're off the field, I mean yeah, yeah, you know you're out there, you know, you're living life or whatever. But man, I mean there's there's times where there was one night Dello called me at eleven o'clock, hey man, I'm just packing my stuff, but hey, I think we should run this, this and this. That's where you know, just out of the blue, that's where the chemistry comes, you know what I'm saying? It just coming along and uh just by you know for me coming from Amarillo um that was one of the big reasons why I came to Duke City is to play with number zero Delo Davis and because I saw a man for four years man he used to torch us and I was like man I want I want to play with this guy man I, he 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 is the real deal and then when I got here it was even more so now I understand the reason why he is good is good because of the time that he puts in that's that's what you get every game. This Saturday, six o'clock, Duke City Gladiators take on the Iowa Barnstormers in the <laughs> IFL playoff, number four versus number five seeds uh, at Iowa, six o'clock. Nate, what are the keys to victory? <clears throat> uh, just like Del always says, doing your one eighth. That's all we got to do. But we have to play all phases of the game. Uh, you know, it has to be offense, defense, and special teams. Uh, that's what's going to win this the game is if we play good on all phases of the game. 
what caught our attention this morning at practice, and by the way, thank you for being so hospitable, not to us, but to Mayor Tim Keller. You just let him go out there and get under Cinder a couple snaps and give you some time off. All that stuff on the field, fans get it. We get it here in this broadcast booth. But that stuff off the field, and that's what you were talking about us today. What are you doing tonight? Like, what what kind of fun are you having tonight with those teammates? So okay, so what me and my girlfriend do uh, once a week uh, is I feed my old lineman. I feed my old lineman, and then also I feed, uh, of course, the guys that block for me. Uh, the receivers, uh, you know, they get kind of upset about it. Uh, but the reason why I do it is because. The receivers and also the running backs, they get most of the glory, you know, saying they get to shine by, you know, being athletes. And, you know, my big guys don't get the, you know, all the shine because all they're doing is blocking. So I do it as appreciation. Uh, we cook for them once a week. Uh, they pick on, they pick whatever, whatever they want. And then me and my girlfriend, we, we get down in the kitchen. And we do it every, every, every week, once a week. Um, so tonight, I we are cooking uh shrimp, uh catfish nuggets, uh mac and cheese. So mac and cheese is their favorite. That's what they I mean every week it's it doesn't matter Same. what it is, that's on the menu. My girl does her, her thing with that, so um so they, they love that. So that's what's on the menu for tonight. And we always have salad. And then we always give them some kind of dessert, you know what I'm saying? They big boys. So off the field stuff, it's your first year back in Albuquerque. What is your favorite thing to do here, and how has Albuquerque been treating you? I, I love Albuquerque, man. Uh, like I said, uh, you know, I'm trying to make this my home, um, but I, I absolutely love Albuquerque. Uh, the, the main thing I do here is, uh, man, I play golf more than anything. That's, that's what I do. I play golf, and then I spend time with the family. Uh, my girlfriend has a big family, and I, I hang out with them. I would say 95% of the time. If I'm not with the football team, then I'm with her family. Oh, we know you golf, Nate. We saw you bombing those 400-yard drives in the <laughs> tournament, man. <laughs> I, went, I went out and bought a new driver the next day. I was like, is this the one, is this the one that Nate Davis uses? Can I, I want this one. <laughs> no, nah, so the one Nate Davis uses is a $40 uh, buy off of uh, Facebook Garage. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I love it. Nate, we spent we spent the last thirty minutes or so talking about quarterbacks in the NFL, specifically their first year in football. Uh, you played your rookie season with the San Francisco Forty ers What is a first year experience for a quarterback? Is it is it deer in the headlights the whole time? Does is it just like a different version of a language? Can you talk a little bit about the difference in the game from college to professional? Yes, um, I mean definitely. I mean you you are definitely deer in the headlights because. I mean, you're going against the best of the best. Yes, in college, in some at some colleges, you every week you don't play the best of the best. Right. But when you're in the NFL, all eleven guys are the best of the best. So that's where you know, I'm saying it's a totally different speed of the game. Um, of course, the playbooks are way bigger. You have way more checks. So of course, it, it is it is a big difference, but. The main thing is if you study hard enough, you can slow the game down, and that's where that's where guys are more advanced these days now. That man, they study so much that they they slow the game down for them, and so that's why they are so successful. Nate, who's your guy from this draft class? So I've always liked Trevor Lawrence. You know, what I'm saying ever since college, 
you know, I, I've been a big fan of him. Uh, Trey Lance, I like him too. I, I never have this one guy because, you know, I'm I'm a football junkie because um, I, I feel like when I watch football, I learn something new every day. So that's why I'm just a big football junkie. So, but I really uh, you know like tra- uh, Trevor Lawrence. I, I really, I'm really excited to see what he does, what he does with the Jaguars. You know, to see what he, what he, what what comes to hold for him. As we're bringing it back to preview this IFL playoff matchup against Iowa. The I, it's the first year for the Duke City Gladiators in the IFL. Had you had experience with the IFL before, either with your time and with Amarillo or otherwise? Um, and if not, what is the level of play here compared to like the Lone Star Football League um, or like the Champions Indoor League? Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So I. Uh, so no, I have never played in the IFL. Uh, I've coaches are have always asked me to play, but uh, I was just so sad in Amarillo that you know I. I didn't think about going nowhere else, but uh, the 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 level of play is is way is way is way better. You know, you have you have bigger D linemen, bigger O linemen, uh, faster faster DBs, faster linebackers, faster receivers, and the main thing is is the coaching part. Man, it, it's very it's very big on the the coaching side of uh, of the IFL. You have very great coaches in the IFL. Your brother played arena football for a long time. Is that correct? Yes, he he played for about ten years, but he played in Arena One. Oh, okay. He never played it. Yeah, he never played in the IFL. He always played in Arena One. When you were making that transition from the traditional eleven on eleven outdoor game to Arena, what kind of valuable resource was that for you? Oh man, big resource, big resource. Because you already know that's the first person I asked. Yeah, and you know he broke it down to me. He told he told me the game, and then uh, once I, uh, of course, you know. Uh, we always kept in touch, you know, and uh, he always helped me out with the game. But uh, the most shout out, shout out, uh, shout out I would give to uh, me learning the game is was my head coach Julian Reese. Okay, he he was the he was the man. I mean, he taught me this arena game, uh, and then of course I just you know took it and ran with it. Nate Davis, quarterback of the Duke City Gladiators, headed to Iowa to play in the playoffs. First year in the IFL, what's what's Iowa's deal? How, how do you, what do you have to overcome on the other side of the ball? Uh, number one and number two, how long is dinner going to be warm? I'm out of here like seven fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> well, number one, Iowa they're they're a hard fight, fighting team. Uh, you know they have the history of being in the IFL, being a, a winning team. Um, so, all, like I said at the beginning of the interview. The main thing we is we have to do our one eight. We go in there and play our football, play offense, defense, special teams. We can come out victorious for sure. And the guys will show up at the house at seven thirty. Just let you know, <laughs> Nate. Nate Davis, more than likely MVP of the league, not MVP of the team. I'm give that to Dello Davis. That's my play on that one. So I'll put that on the airwaves right now. And then uh, cooks it on the field, cooks it at home. Nate, thank you so much for your time. Hey, I appreciate y'all. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks, Nate. What a good dude. What a good dude. There's a lot of personality on that team. Like these are like I'm, I'm going to say good young men. We're the same age. I'm like, I think he's a good young man. He's a really gipper scapper. I think Nate Davis, like, he's 34, maybe 35. When, uh, when we're talking to Nate earlier uh, at practice in the press conference, you know, he mentioned that he was going to feed all of his linemen a day. First thing out of my mouth is like, uh, you know, where are you going? Where are you taking them? He's like, no, I'm cooking for him. 
Could you imagine how much food that is? No. Like the bulk food no. it takes to feed an offensive line? They, the, so there's like three of them that play every down, and then well, there's, there's probably a half dozen guys there, right? Sure. They're all over 300 pounds. Yes, big boys. Big boys. And you're six and a half foot tall. Yes. And they will out-eat you. It won't even be close. five minutes. Also, I mean, if I were to start like a macaroni food truck, I feel like I would do very well. That's where you're going. I know where I'm going. <laughs> Nate Davis's house every Wednesday. Look at that recipe. <laughs> I know you cook a lot. You a Velveeta guy on, on your mac and cheese? No, not Velveeta. No, 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 no. I'm way too fancy for that. What do you? What do you? And nothing. Well, not that there's anything wrong with that. You melting down cheddar? We having oh, that? Yeah. Talk? Oh yeah. In the microwave though, right? Like me? No. What? Man, no. God no. When we get back, the remaining thirty minutes of the sports talk show is Van's Culinary Kitchen. Get excited. You should have seen his COVID. Whatever. Whatever COVID first hit, Stephanie. This guy was cooking the weirdest stuff out of just whatever was left on the... You're a talented dude. Yeah, my, my COVID kitchen. <laughs> MyCOVIDKitchen.com was already taken, so sorry about that, loyal listeners. Yeah, no web show. Don't go to that. Yeah. ABQ... Like, oh, go ahead. We got, uh, we got some uh, leftover spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. And then we got uh, almost fetid yogurt. Mm-hmm. We got some grapes. Love that. And we got some paprika. Yeah. I'm going to do something with this. And then he spins in a circle. He's like, check back with me in five minutes, fam. And this, and it's because all the grocery stores were stolen. This is the beginning of COVID. By yes, the way. that was a weird time, wasn't it? That was so weird because I don't eat tortillas. You know, like what am I going to do? Yeah. I'm from the Midwest. I can just show you how to make tortillas. It's very easy. ABQ Central ninety five point nine FM AM six ten the Sports Animal. Animal. Stephanie, you're doing so good today. You're so talented and capable and smart. Everything you touch turns to gold. We've had upwards of 45 callers today, so that's a really good job. Stephanie, how long have you been on the sports side? Like a couple months now? I have only been doing this for maybe about three months. Okay. All together on both sides. I need you to be honest on air. Is this the most calls you've ever had to deal with? No. Okay. <laughs> the, the other side, it gets crazy. On KKOB, on yes. yes. KKOB, yes, yes, yes. But on the sports side, is it? Yeah, the sport, I, I would say about the same because yeah. I do the morning show. So, yeah, about the they same. They do get a lot of callers. They got a dedicated audience. That's, here, here, watch. Let's try this again. But it's almost the same exact callers. So Well, people get excited. Yeah, exactly. Dedicated fan base. Let's try this again. Steph, don't be honest. <laughs> Is this the most calls you've ever had? Uh, yes. Love that. See, that's way better, Fred. Try that next time. <laughs> yeah, thank you to Tommy and Lenny and Dylan and Dan and Henry and, and Nate, who we called. Love that. Yeah. A lot of participate. We love participation. The NMDOT text line is going crazy. So thank you for all of that. Um, I will not continue to talk about quarterbacks. We did enough. Did enough. At least put it on the shelf till tomorrow. Come on, guys. You know there's 10 other positions that I know even less about. Who's the most impactful right guard from this draft, Fred? Uh, is Adam Timmerman still in the league? I I'm, I have no idea. I was I was talking about deodorant. I was like lavender. Ah, I was gonna go right guard lavender. Yeah, the, that was, that's sports. Yeah, <laughs> right guard sport. Ocean breeze. It is weird how well deodorant companies can capture a scent. You ever had those novelty like um, jelly beans, and you're like, this this actually tastes like whatever disgusting flavor it is deemed to be. 
The we, jelly beans do a good job somehow. They taste they taste like throw up. I'm not like a big candy guy. Well, okay. I like chocolate. I, I, I like fruit a lot. Give me more of this anti-Halloween stance that you have. Yeah, I'm not anti-Halloween. You know I love to play dress up. Yeah? Come on, give me a break here. You don't know this, Stephanie? To? I one time saw Van just kick over a stack of Easter bunny baskets because he didn't want kids to be able to, to pick up uh, candy eggs. Okay, that actually happened. <laughs> like Godzilla. And now when I tell people I can't go to a Chuck E. Cheese, they think the worst. Yes, but it's not the worst. It's And I was like and I'm like, No, it was just Easter baskets and they're like, What are you talking about? Get away, creep. <laughs> yes. We don't we don't we don't want any old man. Old man Jerry Jones came to his senses. Or his dollar and senses as far as his pocketbook goes. You got the quote in front of you? Oh yeah, sure. Somewhere. I'm waiting if you're willing. No, I'll, I'll play. I'll play. I mean, I can take it. No, I got, I got, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. It's just production. Do you want me to go? Yeah, if you would. I'll go. Everyone has a right to make their own decisions regarding their health and their body. I believe in that completely. Until your decision as to yourself impacts negatively many others, then the common good takes over. That's very reasonable. How about that? I'm in on that. It's almost as if he really doesn't care until it impacts him personally. How about that? Where was this laissez-faire, we attitude when people were demanding you step down from your GM position? (laughs) When Cowboy Nation was collectively waving their fists in the air. And saying, we want this. What is the we? What is the list of individuals who could convince Texas to get vaccinated? Jerry Jones is on it. Well, Donald Trump couldn't even convince Alabama. Oh, gosh. He really kind of caught the brunt end of that one. Yeah. Know your audience. (sighs) And he goes on. says, I'm arm waving here. But that has everything to do with the way I look at our team, the Cowboys, or the way I look at our society. We have got to check I at the door and go forward with we. Your Dallas Cowboys are doing that. So to me, this is like a Shyamalan twist. Because I did not think that he would go out on a limb and say something like this. A lot of owners, yes. But Jerry Jones, I just figured he was hedge his bets and stay neutral. Because Republicans buy sneakers, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, Democrats are Cowboys fans, too. I think that's... Yeah. You're going oppo here. Well, I'm trying to go Jordan is what I'm doing. I know. I got it. There's a handful of Texans that I think could convince other Texans. Jerry Jones is one. Jerry Jones is one. Uh, Is Joel Osteen out in Texas? He is. He's in Houston. He's in Houston. He's megachurch. It's bigger than the Astrodome. And he's got drip. Mm-hmm. Like, Austin's got drip. Could he do it? <sighs> yes. He'd be a big impact. Yes. If you could get, like, a meeting of, like, the families, right? So if you get Jones and Austin and, like, Willie Nelson. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Walker, Texas Ranger. But that's the thing, too, because don't Texans kind of hate, like... 
like like actors and like people who go to Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's why I'm not going to put Matthew McConaughey on. But not Walker, Texas Ranger. He does not. Well, they yeah. still love Matthew McConaughey. He's got pull. What about the Schlinninger girl? Isn't she from Texas? She's super famous now. What's a Schlinninger? Uh, Eliza Schlinninger. <laughs> oh, the comedian. The comedian. Oh, is she from Texas? She's super from Texas. She got enough pull? I don't know if she's if she can register. Yvonne Rodriguez. Oh, Pudge? Yeah, Pudge could do it. I think Pudge would like influence Puerto Rico more. All right. I Maybe got... Nolan Ryan. In W. Slap a, ha- yeah, slap a cowboy hat on Nolan Ryan. Mm-hmm. Him and W come in on horses. I love this. And they're like. You do one super spreader conference where you're giving out vaccines. And everyone shows up. And you get a vaccine. And what else do you get? A seat to see the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, baby. That's what I'm saying. Why has that not happened? Why hasn't it happened? Yeah. Well, think- especially for the preseason. Why aren't they giving away preseason tickets? No one wants to go to preseason. Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> How about them Cowboys? Hey, Jerry Jones did see because the NFL's not playing games. Because they're going to be like, we just saw it with your boy Cole Beasley, who you love so much more than any player in the entire NFL, Cole Beasley. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. He was just near a guy who had COVID, and they're like, you can't get the vaccine, dog. you got to take time. Like, see ya. He tested negative, and they're like, no, still five yeah. days. Grab some pine. We still don't want you for yeah. five days. And Jerry, gonna, that's I'm, real. Yeah. You're going to get cut. You will get cut. There's like eight people on the roster who are safe, no yeah. matter what they do. Deshaun and Watson. The Wait, Cow- wrong team. The Cowboys are historically prolific on giving bad boys second chances yes. and super long leashes. They like Greg Hardy still. That's weird. He's like, no, I'm a fighter now. I don't want you back, Jerry. I'm blocking your number. The Minnesota Vikings have brought in guest speakers to help convince their players to get it. <laughs> like, like The NFL gets it. Get the vaccine or take time off. Today's varsity, when we get back from the break, the varsity of I can't believe it's vegan. Oh, here we go. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Good program today. We had so much fun. Thank you to everyone who took the time to call, text, or be involved in the social media. We had a lot of fun doing the program live on Talk ABQ. So go to talkabq.com. That's the website. That's where we are. Correct. You go to the social media, search Talk ABQ. That's that's us again. That's the boys. To be at Talk ABQ. At Talk ABQ. Yes. Uh, from the chat on at Talk ABQ, Nate is being inducted into the Ball State Hall of Fame next month. That's from Gina Thomas, owner of the Duke City Gladiators. I didn't know. I would have made mention. I feel like a fool. He's so humble because he would never mention that to us. No. No. Ball State uh, fighting Cardinals, I believe. Uh, lots of people just loving Nate Davis, so that is a fun aspect. So lots of action on there. Thank you to everyone that was a part of that. Obviously, thank you to the texters. We re- this is going to sound like kind of cliche and, and gummy or whatever, but like the friends of the show experience, the listener experience, that's what makes it fun. That's what Three hours fly. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Tim Keller, thank you. Nate Davis, thank you. Okay, you ready? Hit me. Today's varsity. Okay. The varsity of surprisingly vegan foods. Okay? Okay. Yes. Me or you first? You go. Twizzlers. Twizzlers. Yes. That's an excellent answer. Super vegan. But they got a hole in the middle. Yeah. 
and you could just inject them with cheese. <laughs> Cheeselers? Yeah. No one's going to eat that. Non-vegans. No, uh, so, okay, so here's where you're confused on the rules. Oh, okay. So vegans can't eat cheese. Animal products. What? I thought it was just cheese. No, not just cheese. What? Yeah, animal products. Hold up. <clears throat> Stephanie, rewind this back. Remember? All right, loyal listener. So, hold up. This is what always happens. Steph now knows that I'm vegetarian. I'm not even vegan. I'm vegetarian. And the only reason anybody in my life knows that is because Fred brings it up all the time in public. I would just order my veggie burger and eat my salad and have my fun and drink my oat sodas right. and have a good time. But Fred always interjects, hey, what are you eating, Van? Is it because you're a vegan? I just need to know if there's a vegan option for you when we go somewhere. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, I know that there is because I can read a menu. I mean, sometimes it's impossible to find an impossible burger. That is partially true. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like done really well, like an impossible burger hits. Yes. I was low key joking earlier about hot wing cauliflower, cauliflower hot wing bites. They're delicious. They're legit delicious. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. That's universally correct. What Pr you can, try them. What you can do with jackfruit is not fair. Yeah, yeah, I could do some cool stuff with jackfruit. It, it's basically a meat substitute. It is if you make it a certain way. But vegans are not what you're talking about. Vegans just can't eat cheese. That's not what a vegan means whatsoever. I, I believe I am correct. You've watched me eat cheese are over you, and over again. Are you wearing leather shoes? I'm wearing leather shoes. Vegans can wear leather shoes. Vegans, well, there's different sects of vegans. It's not the Amish. S-E-C-T-S, not S-E-X. There's different sects of vegans where they won't have any animal product whatsoever, including leather shoes. Pull up. And you can pry my Allen Edmonds and my Jordans out of my cold, dead hands. I'm wearing leather. Look at this belt. Okay. Beautiful belt. Leather is made from hide. No, I'm going to stay right here. <laughs> One, two, three. And if a let's all right, so something with a hide is like a like a bovine, right? Like a like a cattle. Yeah, like like, a, like an animal skin. Like a cow. Yeah, yeah. If a cow passes away, yeah. I feel like its skin is up for grabs. I'm glad you segue segued from this, but like every like vegan food you were gonna bring up, I was gonna find a way to make it non-vegan, <laughs> like shooting easy cheese <laughs> into the middle of a Twizzler. <laughs> that was my personal challenge. All right, well, we're going to do a different varsity about this in another time. <laughs> so I got hot takes about Cracker Jacks. What a good show today. Any final words before we go, man? Oh, my goodness. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.